0: Welcome to Movie Mastery. It's a little quieter this time around for the podcast where we watch the movies you recommend because Jeff's baby is asleep in the other room. God willing. We are keeping it a little quiet. Yep, it's going to be a smooth, friendly hour of podcasting or at least two or three minutes before we give up and start yelling. Yeah. Now, we did not do a in theaters last month and i know that there was a campaign to make us go see into the spider verse mostly because people wanted us to see something good to end the year i want to let you all rest assured that we did go see it and we are not reviewing it oh man <laughs> this is this is me finding out too i'm not i don't get to make any decisions on this show so no. i'm as disappointed as you I am a cruel tyrant. I am not benevolent. Well, John, can you at least tell us, you know, right now what you thought of it? I loved Into the Spider-Verse so goddamn much. I loved it so much that I was, like, instantly angry when I read the news article that came out today that Sony is considering doing TV shows based on it. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Are you also angry about that? Because it means that they're going to pull resources away from more movies set in that universe to instead do low-budget CGI shit that's going to get dumped onto Netflix. Yeah, I mean, if they... Oh boy, a 12-episode arc where the ultimate answer is sharing. Thanks, guys. I mean, if they kept with the, we're going to still do the movies and all that, and then we'll also just have a non spider verse Miles... T V show or it's just like it's Miles just being Spider Man. Yeah. The article I read was on the A V Club. And the A V Club was of course, you know, extremely enthusiastic for the notion that it means that we're gonna get a Spider Ham or a Penny Parker T V show. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, that the show would follow one of the secondary characters from the film. The odds of that are zero because no one's gonna buy that that the that show license unless it's for the guy that made the two hundred and seventy odd million dollars the movie's made so far. Yeah. No the <laughs> The show would definitely be, in my mind, you would do regular Adventures of Miles as a show, Mm -hmm. and you would do the, like, Spider-Verse dimensional nonsense as the movies, because that's where you want to have big, flashy, dumb things happening. One would hope. But uh, truth be told, every time a big CGI movie has a small CGI show, it, it has sucked. Oh, it's true. I mean... It's not a track record that you want to dive into and look around in. No. I mean, the the, the shows that are, go on Netflix right now, try an episode of Boss Baby. And then, <laughs> just try and then, and then see how that does for you. Or whatever that Kung Fu Panda one is where they're... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. They there's, have to, there's like the Kung Fu Buddies where it's all just like five different little pandas. Uh, oh, no. That's, that's a knockoff. But there's an official show. No, that is an actual Kung Fu Panda thing. It's oh, him Christ. teaching like... Four little new Kung Fu Pandas. Oof, that's rough. Yeah. The one I had watched was the original Kung Fu Five or whatever they were called. Yeah. Uh, and they were just having to do adventures where they would teach the bad guys to be nice. Wow. It was. Uh, oh, and, and learn secret codes from colors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, and I'm still insulted to this day that I was not contacted to do the, uh, you know, the Seth Rogen character. Yeah. uh huh 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 <laughs> I actually do a lot of important work for brain cancer. <laughs> Sorry, that that was a good thing about me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, just uh, just know, all of you that wanted us to go see it, we did. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. If anyone is listening to this and has not seen Into the Spider-Verse yet, if I turn this off and go see spider Oh the yeah, it's important that you do, because we really want there to be more of them, and there, you know, to be fair, there are two in development already. Two more Into the Spider-Verse movies. Oh yeah, but what you need to do right now is... Turn this off. Go see that movie. Are you at work? Go see that movie. Leave work. Go see it. Now, I do have bad news as well. And the bad news is I forced Jeff to watch a movie that I have been seething with hatred on for months now. So, John ignored the normal tenets of the of the uh, movie mastery format, which is that we see a movie you recommend, to instead make me watch a movie he recommended. Yes. no, I don't recommend the movie. I'm mm. not saying that. No, what I'm you, saying you inflicted is it. I hate this movie with a passion that is unique for me. Mm. Normally, if I don't like a movie, I was like, that was dumb. Mm. But this has it got under my skin mm. and... I think I watched this in November, and I was like, Jeff, we have to watch this. Now, I know that December is coming up. We have to do a Christmas movie, and we're taking a week off, and there's all these things where we can't do it right now. But I want you to know that come January, I'm making you watch this movie, and I I stuck to that promise. This is, I think, only, what, the second time after the chipmunk adventure that we are picking the movie because we need to talk about it. Yeah. Well, oh, you know what? To quote Red Letter Media, famous YouTube uh, content producers... What's wrong with your face? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, a uh, gay joke that we're going to get real defensive about. Yeah. I'm sorry. Whoops. I meant to say, fuck you, it's January. <laughs> uh, yeah. The The movie we did watch is Truth or Dare. Um, now... Stop. <laughs> I, I Collaborate you, and listen. I, I know what you might be thinking. Mm-hmm. Truth or Dare, is that that Blumhouse movie with the big smiles that you See, saw in uh, trailers recently? Well, the thing is, if it was that, then it wouldn't be called Truth or Dare. It would be called Blumhouse Presents Truth or Dare, or I believe it's just Blumhouse's Truth or Dare. I, but no, yeah, it's not that. So it's not the Truth or Dare that came out last year that had the big weird dumb cgi smile the cgi smiles that were laughably stupid and the the, the cgi le- uh, scarring appearing on someone's like inside forearm i haven't seen it either so no i the problem is when i sat down to watch this movie in november hmm. it's because i thought that was what i was gonna see because i was like oh i'm so ready for dumb cgi smiles like that's the the kind of level of stupid horror that i wanted to watch what i got though was a movie that came out a year before that Truth or Dare, also called Truth or Dare. With a very similar, if not identical, premise. Yeah, which is basically the same thing, only, if anything, worse? Well, I mean, it doesn't have the CGI smiles, and I have not seen Blumhouse's Truth or Dare. All I've done is listened to several other podcast reviews of it. But the... I mean, we're going to get real deep into this in a moment, but mm-hmm. I just want you to know that this movie has a premise mm-hmm. that is infuriating on multiple levels. I don't know if it's the premise. I think it might be the delivery of the premise. The premise, you know, is the same premise as Blumhouse's Truth or Dare. A bunch of teenagers are forced to play Truth or Dare by some kind of demon. Uh, it's the execution where the problem well, the problem in. Even the premise where... Of how you play truth or dare, uh, fair is I mean just the whole fucking top to bottom. This movie mm-hmm. is, it just ooh, <laughs> I'm trying to stay quiet and not yell into this mic about how angry I am. I mean, you you have to save at least until after we play some music. Yeah, guys, we're gonna play some music. We're gonna be back with a full in depth review mm. and. Into the Spider-Verse. This is all this is all. <laughs> this naked. was all just chicanery. <laughs> John, I dare you to review into the Spider-Verse instead. <laughs> yeah, well, the truth is, I won't. <laughs> just shoot. We'll be right back with 2017's Truth or Dare? Dude, stupid. Come on and a stupid. We are back. It is time to get, dive into that Spider-Verse. to Get into the Truth or Dare-Verse. Damn it. <laughs> so so oh, the first thing to note about this is a lot of Spider-Man in this. <laughs> yeah. John, am I crazy or was Doc Ock dating Aunt May at some point in the past? Definitely. Mm-hmm. One thousand mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. And, and And also, could we just review the entire movie from start to finish? Oh, yeah. From start to finish, it was good. Now that that review is over. (laughs) Come on, man. At least give me a star rating. Yeah, the star rating is coming up after this review of Truth or Dare. (laughs) You're killing me. Okay, fine. I guess I also watched Truth or Dare. I do need to shit it back out. Yes, it is true. I I foisted this upon you, and now you must share with the world what you have seen. So... So, sure, why not? Uh, this opens in the, uh, the auspicious, auspicious year of 1983. 1983. Uh, so, Pac-Man is all the rage. <laughs> Pac-Man is <laughs> currently on screen. It's a Pac-Man movie. Centipede sweeps the nation, a nation ripe and hungry for the arrival of Max Headroom. Because uh, that happens in 1984, I think. Yeah, sure, why not? Mm-hmm. So, we start NVIDIA Res mm-hmm. with... The last survivors of what will be a truth-or-dare game gone wrong. Mm-hmm. And we watch one dude jump off of a roof, or rather, fall off of a roof. Yeah, his... Uh, I feel like we could discuss just the dare that he is probably going through, and that would be enough to establish how the movie is bullshit. The dare is almost assuredly jump off of the roof. Yes, um, But instead, he gets scared and falls off the roof and dies from the fall. Uh, presumably, if he had jumped, he might not have. Well, I mean, if he landed feet first, he might have shattered his legs, but he probably wouldn't die. Or he could have jumped off the roof and landed on that second story balcony that the woman was yelling at him from. Uh, which and not gone up to the pinnacle of the roof. Well, we don't know what the dare actually said. No, I think we can probably infer I think from we the guess. 17 or so other dares we get to see throughout the course of the movie. But we, we are getting ahead of ourselves here. Mm, yes. Uh, anyway, he falls and dies. The and girl, girl cries about it, goes into the house, and is presented with her own dare. The dare, scrawled on a mirror, says, pour the acid over your head. And mm-hmm. then whatever dumb spirit demon thing that causes this horrible game of truth or dare to happen uh, makes a bucket full of acid appear. Mm-hmm. And then scoots it towards her using and its, its like, mighty demon scooch. telekinesis. I like that it isn't enough that it's like, here's a <laughs> bucket of acid. It's like, scooch. Eh? Mm-hmm. Scooch. Eh? It left me wondering what would happen if she like walked over there and just accidentally kicked the bucket over. Like, whoops, I didn't mean to do that. I'm not trying to mess with your dare. I just need another bucket of acid, please. What I need is a different bucket of acid. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, she cleverly runs down to the kitchen with the bucket, uh, fills up a basin with some water and baking soda, makes herself a caked mat of that, and pours the acid on her head. And then she screams and screams and screams. Yeah, so she makes a little thing that coats her head with that and hopefully protects her, uh, we will find out that indeed, yes, that has happened. Yeah. Uh, so then we jump to present day. The pre- the most present of days, where three people are in an SUV riding down the road uh, to some off-brand rock song, and they are having a conversation to confirm that they are indeed most millennial. Most millennial, sir. <sighs> The writing on this, let's just start right out there. The amount of times that people say something is hashtag whatever, Mm -hmm. I've never seen anyone, millennial or not, say that in real life without it being a stupid joke. Whereas they are dead serious. Yeah, I mean, they just have a conversation where, where they're like, well, I can't start my internet career until such time as I graduate from college, and I don't want to go to this guy's Halloween party, but if we go to his Halloween party, I mean, it wasn't that bad. Remember last year, he just hosted a giant creepy corn maze for everybody, and besides, it got like a jillion views on the tubes. Yeah, it went totally viral, you guys. Mm-hmm. Avocado toast. <laughs> <sighs> we also. Why, why aren't any of us buying houses? <laughs> Anyway, you guys want to stop off on the way to this party and kill Applebee's? <laughs> you just want to murder an Applebee's on the way there. <laughs> that's one of our dares, murder an Applebee's. <laughs> the uh, scene quickly establishes that the two people in the front, uh, Alex and Tyler? Oh, for fuck's sake, you know the names? I think I know the names. All right, well, that's Alex and Tyler, then. Uh, are in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and it's new. And no, it isn't. Fine, it's not new. It's I was lying to the audience. You caught yeah. me. <laughs> don't don't try and tell them it's a new relationship. Mm-hmm. They've been together for a while. And the person in the back seat, fame, is Maddie, Miles yeah, yeah. Morales hanging out in the back seat. <laughs> Maddie Morales. Maddie's in the back, and they ask why she didn't bring some dude with her, and we establish that she hasn't found the right guy. But then we also get a lingering shot of her looking to the front seat at Tyler and Tyler looking back at her. And it is clear that something has happened between them. Either they've already done something or they're secretly in love or whatever. But you get that very meaningful, like, oh, we're talking about relationships. And then the two of them kind of, like, share a glance. Yeah. So, so we get that. We then go to a different SUV with damn i can't remember his name (laughs) uh is it the the chunky dude or the doctor uh no doctor is the one that was tyler oh uh we go to the The other ones with new girl carter holt and i don't remember the third guy um luke luke that's it it's luke and jesse man this is some good podcasting (sighs) fucking so the two of them are going and uh luke is he got injured at last year's Halloween gathering and that's why there was a viral video yes but this is his new girlfriend that no one has met yet so they're all gonna meet her for the first time oh gosh yeah I had I had the the front seats of two cars confused you did yeah that's what's been happening (laughs) fine so uh they share a little moment where we get to find out that they don't know uh like who she is and that she'll be new to the group Mm -hmm. and that's all that really matters for that also she's dressed like a window yeah, she is. She's got drapes on, like she's yeah. just dressed with in drapes with drapes. Yeah, that's it. So I mean, it's very nice. She looks great in her drapes, but she is very clearly just wearing some drapes. Yeah, and there's a third SUV, and we don't bother checking in with it. Instead, we arrive at the uh, haunted house from 1983, where Carter, the the only member of film club in college. And some kind of weird creepo yeah, um... has, has rented this house, and we'll get a little bit more. We'll introduce the next two characters as well. We get Holt, the chubby fun guy that <laughs> halfway through the movie everyone begins to shit on for some reason. Yeah, at a certain point they're all like, quit being an asshole, Holt. And he's like, I have never been an asshole. Holt, quit. can you just for a minute quit being a dick? And you're like, I've been the nicest person in this movie. I have been the only person in this movie that even remotely would be nice. Yeah, which is probably why they're dumping on him, because they're all jerks and they know they can get away with it. Exactly. He's the nice one, so they're like, let's all just yell at Holt, Mm because he won't say anything about it. Exactly. He's just happy to be here. He's wearing a fucking shitty-ass, like, trilby hat. He's got a trilby and a button-down that's tucked in. Into his, like, cargo shorts. He is that guy. Also, the fourth word out of his mouth is "milady." I mean, it's not that he's a nice guy through the rest of the movie. It's just that those signs are all there. Oh, yeah. You see him, and you're like, ooh, this guy. This guy's got opinions about red pills. Mm-hmm. But it's just visual signifiers. There's, and, and also one slip where they where they have him call someone milady, But otherwise, he never does anything in Sally well, at all. I was going to say, I feel like the writer of this has some knowledge that that's a thing but doesn't realize what it means yeah i feel like he just googled millennials and just wrote down whatever yeah so that that's one and then our final character is addison addison is wearing well they call it a costume but honestly she's just wearing a black dress and cat ears it's hilarious when they're like oh my god someone wear it wore a costume and i'm like that's the kind of shit that a secretary puts on if they forgot it was halloween oh she doesn't even have like the tail in the back it is literally a black little black dress with cat ears i think it's a romper but yeah like if she takes the cat ears off she's just wearing an outfit she's wearing a micro-legged black romper and and cat ears and, and she's like, like she's like, well, I, I always show up with a costume to a costume you, party. You said Halloween and party, and in my mind, that means costume. I'm and like, she's like, okay, but everyone's making fun of you, and that's a perfectly rational thing to think. And taking off that that, that set of ears would be super easy. Uh, like, you, It's not like you showed up and you're like, hey, guys, I'm in like full clown makeup or something, and I went all out this year. And she didn't drive there separately, so she had a long time to discuss that with two or three other people. Yeah, I mean, I feel like at least... Holt was in the other car. Mm -hmm. So it had to be Holt and her in the other car, which means at some point she had to be like, hey, Holt, where's your costume? Mm -hmm. And he would go, we're not wearing costumes. We've never worn costumes. (laughs) What am I going to do with a gun rack? (laughs) You need to wake up. Please, wake up. (laughs) Wake me up. Wake me up inside. I'm dressed up as a Red Pill Reddit weirdo. (laughs) So... The fact that she spends however long it takes them to get there without realizing what's going on is, <laughs> well, it's foreboding. She maybe has the second stupidest death, uh, like in terms of what leads to her death. Yes. I would say, God, I might put it as the first stupidest, well, but no, it's, it's, I might put it as the it's second. A, it's a difference between film convention, stupid, and uh, how easy would this death have been to escape, stupid. Yes. So, everyone gets in there, and then Carter, our host for the evening, lets us know that he has gotten this place for the weekend from uh, Mm scaryrentals.com, which... God, why didn't we get a movie about ScaryRentals.com? That's the movie they should have made in the first place. ScaryRentals.com is amazing. ScaryRentals.com is an anthology film where you follow a bunch of people renting different scary places and things happen. That's a movie that you could make. Mm-hmm. And yet. Yeah, they should call it, uh, instead of ScaryRentals.com, though, I would rather go to Airbnb, where every single place you rent gets broken into and entered. <laughs> By murderers. By murderers. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole title. Yeah. Airbnb, where every place you stay gets broken into. By murderers. <laughs> by Directed by Harmony Corrine. <laughs> <sighs> uh, but anyway, scaryrentals.com is uh, the place that rented them this place. Oh, we also get some uh, banter between Holt and Carter where with some your mom jokes. Yeah, For fun here, where, uh, oh, why'd you rent your grandma's place? And and Carter's response of, I usually rent this place when I bring your mom over for some one-on-one time. Yeah, that is the worst Mm -hmm. I'm fucking your mom joke Mm -hmm. I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Like It was like, man, you've just dragged this on way too long, which is exactly what your mom says whenever I'm fucking her. (laughs) 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 Well, it's your fault. No one likes a 12-pump chump. A twelve pump job. Mm, you want to get that done in six pumps. <laughs> six pumps or less. Six is the right number of pumps. <laughs> six pumps. <laughs> That's why they call me Johnny Six Pumps. <laughs> I'm a newsie. And a pump isn't a measure of individual thrusting. It's it's a different thing. Yeah, no. the correct number of pumps, and it, and that is six. Yeah, you got to be wearing six pairs of pumps. <laughs> <laughs> They're not all on your feet. They can be anywhere. Six living pumps. <laughs> So, yeah, everyone gets in, and we establish all the relationships. So, uh, Maddie and Alex are best friends, and we know who's in a relationship and who isn't. New girl, uh, what's-her-face, is a vegetarian. Vegan. Je- vegan. Jesse, you want to say? Is that right? Yeah. yeah. And Jesse's a vegan, and Holt has a bag full of meat. You're damn right he does. Mm-hmm. He's got a big bag of meat. Mm-hmm. I like the idea that that's true. And then he just... <laughs> He's just like, oh, yeah, I came to this Halloween party where our goal was to get drunk and party, and I have a bag of meat. I mean, we're talking sausages. I we're, started... talking I started <laughs> we're talking steaks. We're talking ham. Yeah. <laughs> I got a bunch of loose newspaper-wrapped tri-tip in here. I got, I got a fish. I got a whole <laughs> tuna in here. A whole one. Guys, where can I boil this three pounds of tripe I brought with me? <laughs> Guys, I got a whole haggis in here. <laughs> There's a sheep's head in here. I'm making soup. Set me up, because I need the kitchen, I need all the burners, and it's going to smell real bad and be real gray and foamy in there for about three hours. <laughs> yeah, just like when I'm fucking your mom. <laughs> if things are gray and foamy when you're fucking, you should consult a physician. <laughs> the right way to respond to your mom jokes is clinical detachment. Yes. Mm-hmm. So... They all get together. And then Carter lets them know what happened here. That, you know, over 30 years ago, which, man, that made me real depressed. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm old. Oh, no. (laughs) Perhaps I'll die soon. (laughs) Over 30 years ago, a group was in this home just like us, and they played Truth or Dare and died. And And, All I'm thinking is, I wonder how much this guy spends on Halloween every year. Well... (sighs) I mean, we don't know the rates on scaryrentals.com. Well, it could assume, be reasonable. Let's just assume they're comparable to Airbnb rates. I think not, because if you look, it's not like there were any amenities or anything in that house. No, there were. There was a there was a functional fridge. There were a bunch. There a, well, okay, the power was on, and the water worked. Okay, so like utilities were working. Put very, very simply, even to rent a five-bedroom, two-story house for one night, if that night is Halloween night, um... And also, it's oh in a nice neighborhood. It's going to be several thousand bucks. But it's not in a nice neighborhood because we also get Carter saying that after they died, the whole neighborhood, uh, like everyone left, and it it all went to shit. And then stayed the dead for haunted. thirty years. No, that's not how that works. Yeah, it is. It's fine again. This neighborhood's bougie as shit. Nah, nah this it's... neighborhood's ice cream truck is a truck and not just a guy pushing a cart. No, no. See, I think it's he. This neighborhood. Slowly got fucked up. Mm-hmm. So right now it's on the precipice of needing white people to show up and gentrify it. That's what these guys were here to do. Yeah, it's all these white college kids showed up so in that SUVs. they could gentrify all <laughs> this of them, neighborhood. All of them living in dorm rooms larger than my house. Oh my god, the dorms that we see for this, I'm like, that's the biggest dorm room I've ever seen. That is, that is like the size of a small apartment. <laughs> It's like the, that is a big hotel It's like they're sleeping in their college classrooms. Yeah, it is huge. Yeah, anyway. So, yeah, we established that 30 years ago Truth or Dare was played here, and there was only one survivor who's never been seen again. And now my plan is we are going to play Truth or Dare. I really want that never seen again thing to be focused in on, because sure, she gave a police report before she... Disappeared mysteriously forever for the the next 30 years. Yeah. But she lives in town and was easily found in a five-minute Google search later in the movie. she lives in a town. We don't know where she lives specifically. Very close. They go on a trip to find her. Mm -hmm. Now, she was not hard to find. No. The fact that they were able to find her really easily is one thing. But, I mean... I mean, she. was if, if we started nowadays where mm-hmm. someone was like, and they were never seen again, I'd be like, well, yeah, I mean, Amazon exists. You can get whatever you want delivered, and then you don't got to see people. That's okay. Oh, but yeah, at sure. 1983, you've got to go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she was never, so maybe she moved like five miles out of town and went to a different grocery store. But then this whole, and she was never seen again thing feels a little disingenuous when it's like, but she's in the Yellow Pages, and everyone knows her name. And, and she's everybody definitely. Everybody knows her name, and I'm friends with her on Facebook. <laughs> we're dating. Well, here she is. <laughs> I've just never seen her. Millennials, am I right? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. The the group unpacks and we get them all sitting around, and they're like, "Ooh, we're gonna play Truth or Dare," and I, now it is time for one of the largest angriest complaints i have about this movie well i like the right before they start playing truth or dare the attempt at a pivot where one of them's like no i want to have a seance yeah i want a seance i think we should try and do that i want to communicate with the other side and they're like no we're playing truth or dare because, you know, that's the title of the movie. Like, like, what do you... Come on, do you, now. Go, don't, well, what do you, what tr- is th- This isn't Ouija, okay? <laughs> this is Truth or Dare. <laughs> You're in the wrong movie if you want to do that. Oh, I'm sorry. I must be in the wrong movie. They're filming Ouija in the next movie, uh, the next theater over. <laughs> These filmed, are filmed in theaters. <laughs> They're filmed in theaters. <laughs> They're filmed in theaters now. <laughs> so... And then the- they... The way that they are going to play Truth or Dare... Well, they establish some ground rules first. Oh, well, ground rules is no pervy stuff because all the girls are like, ew, don't, you know, make me show my boobs because this isn't the 1980s and we can't get away with that in horror movies anymore. Mm-hmm. And two, nothing illegal, says Carter, because the rental is in his name. Right. And at this point, I turned off the movie. <laughs> So anything beyond here, I will not know because the moment they were like this, they they went and had just looked at the audience and were like, no boobs, folks, no boobs at all. There, there will be no nudity in this and nothing interesting. No nudity of any kind. And I was like, oh, well, okay. Well, oh, well. I will see you later. <laughs> that's the only reason I show up to horror movies. <laughs> so the rules of Truth or Dare, in addition to that, that they are doing is... They have pieces of paper, and they're going to write questions and dares on the pieces of paper that they will then put into a pile, and you'll randomly pull one out. Each person gets to write one or two truths and or dares. They're playing truth or dare like it's fucking Dr. Magnet hands, Mm -hmm. and it angers me so much that you would... Make an entire movie around the premise of Truth or Dare and then not know how the game works. The whole point of Truth or Dare is that it's highly customized. Yeah, that when... you get to ask someone to do something specific or ask someone a specific truth because a generic truth, if you don't get it to the right person, is just dumb. Mm-hmm. Like if I ask a truth about, you know, ooh, do you have a crush on anyone? And it goes to the person who's in a relationship. And they're like, yeah, the person I'm in a relationship with. I have a huge crush on my girlfriend. Yeah, that's boring and stupid, and you wouldn't ask that, and having them in a pile is stupid. It's extremely stupid, and there's a variety of reasons why Truth or Dare doesn't work that way. And Uh, I mean, the very first one that we get out of there, now, it should be noted, none of the dares that show up are probably dares that people actually wrote down, it's all just demon shit, mm -hmm. but the first one that shows up is Make Out with Maddie, and it's Alex who gets it, and she's like, oh guys, I told you none of the uh, like sexy stuff, but... But like, if someone had put make out with Maddie and Maddie drew it, you'd be like, "Oh, I guess I now I'm gonna have nah, nah, that." Nah. Yeah, she just do that thing where she turns around and pretends to be hugging herself. Yeah, like I, there's no, I can't. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't add up. It's. I mean, I I played a lot of Truth or Dare when I was in high school and early college. Can we can we talk about Truth or Dare real quick and the the limits of when you can play Truth or Dare? Yes, absolutely. I think that there is very clearly a limit. I played a lot of it when I was in high school, and it was a mixed experience. Like It depended on the group. If I was popular within that group, I would find that Truth or Dare was the best game ever. Um, because whenever you play Truth or Dare with like a group of eight or more, you'll figure out who the sexier popular people are, because they keep getting gar- dared to do things. Yes. So it'll be like, be like, uh, oh, Madison has to do seven things in a row, and then it's her turn, and she finally chooses someone to do something. If you're unpopular, the game sucks. You get one turn to do anything. No one ever calls on you. And you get to choose two people and make them do something. And and then they're like, "Eh, I don't even want to. You're not popular. This sucks. But no, like you were saying, there are limits. Yeah, because when you're you're a teenager, truth or dare is like, ooh, the the truths are like, you actually think they matter. Mm-hmm. So like who you have a crush on mm-hmm. or, you know, ooh, would you go out with whoever? Are or, you a virgin? You know, shit like that where you actually think it matters mm-hmm. and you might be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Or the dares are like, ooh, it's an excuse to like maybe experiment a little. Yeah, you know, two guys, two, you got to kiss this other person because I know you actually want to. Like that kind of thing. And then when you get into your 20s, the game still has some kind of drunken appeal to it. Yeah, there's there's the point where you're like you know, early twenties to mid twenties where you're like, we're going to get drunk. And basically everyone here is just sort of hoping this turns into an orgy. Mm-hmm. Like if not, then at least everyone sort of pairs off and goes and fucks. Yeah. And then one group pairs and goes off and fights because <laughs> of the truth part of the game. Um, So, you know, you end up with four fucks in a fight uh, yeah, directed by Harmony g- Korine. Great movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, past that, you don't play the game anymore. No, as a, you know, once you get into your 30s, if someone's like, you want to play truth or dare I'd be like, do I look like I'm 18 to you? Mm-hmm. Of course I don't please, want to play truth or dare. Ask me literally any truth question and I will answer it instantly because Not I don't you. give a fuck anymore. If there is nothing you could ask me that I give a single fuck about. Go ahead, John. Here, truth. Uh, Jeff, how's your dick? It, it's dry and sad. <laughs> Yeah, just like when I'm fucking your mom. <laughs> <sighs> uh, there's a weird bump on one side of it that I went to the doctor the other day because I was pretty sure I had like herpes or something, and they were like, no, you just have a bump on your dick. Yeah. Do you want me to burn it off of there with with liquid hydrogen? And I was like, nope. I do not want you to do the, that to and, my dick. And they were like, it'll probably turn black and swivel, shrivel up and fall off in about three months. Your dick, that is. Yeah, my whole <laughs> dick. And, and I was like, I was like really? The, the, the bump will fall off? And they were like, no, your dick will. I, I assume you're going to die in the next six hours. <laughs> Yeah, hmm. you don't understand. Mm-hmm. A bump on the dick. It's yeah. weird that you came to me here for that and not the many, many other problems you have. You have, you have a knife sticking out of you. <laughs> you have one of those fleas from Cloverfield biting you at the moment. <laughs> You're going to explode in four hours. Uh, yeah, the... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> the whole concept of truth or dare as being a 30-something-year-old is like... Who cares? What are you gonna dare me to do? Yeah, because there's there's no there's either I'm gonna go no nah, I'm not doing that or I'll be like yeah whatever I'm in my late thirties and that's exactly what it's like because I have no shame about being like now nah, fuck you. There's no such thing as peer pressure for me anymore. Yeah, no one's going to be like, oh, you have to play the game. i be like, no, I don't. No. I am in my 30s. I will get in my car and go the fuck home. I don't. Look, it's 730, and it's almost my bedtime, okay? That's the witching hour. <laughs> my dudes, I am done. Although I think we left out the one important aspect of playing uh, Truth or Dare in your twenties, which is that one of the women at the party brought some weird some dude in his forties. Oh and, God, there's that is the saddest thing in the world to me. Is the dude in his forties that's like, yeah, let's play Truth or Dare. I want to see some titties, and I'm like, oh, someone put big butts and I cannot lie at the stereo. That's my jam. Oh, the the old. They, I have been in a room in my when I was in my early twenties. Mm-hmm. With two other people that were in their early 20s, -hmm. one person that was probably 30, and someone that was, like, early 40s. And I'm just looking at the other two going, I can almost excuse you, but you, my dude, you are like a 40-something years old. Get out, you horrible (laughs) pervert. You can do better than this. You have money. Get a prostitute. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Do and All you're going to do here is maybe see some tits. Just... Just go to a strip club, my dude. I mean, to be, there's a moment just now where I almost got defensive because I was like, I'm going to turn 40 like later this year. So I was like, I was like, hey, come on now. I'm about to be 40. But then I was like, wait, but I would never do that. Yeah, there's no point where I'd be like, hey, uh, we've got some 19-year-old girls. You want to play truth or dare with them? Oh, good Lord, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at that point, I'd be like, I don't want to go to jail. That's legal. No, no. I don't even want to be in the same room as a 19-year-old of any gender. <laughs> If I'm around a nineteen year old for too long, I'm gonna kill him. What are they going Oh god, yes, I would love to have a conversation about Logan Paul. <laughs> uh yeah. So uh what's your major, I'll say, while I'm trying to chew my own arm off to get out of the house. <laughs> uh, Keep me safe from teenagers. That's the I mean that when you get to that age. Although to be fair, those dudes at those kind of parties are always that age. Yes. They're just Oh, uh, yeah, I've been 43 since 1921. I've always been at these parties. Forever 43, that's what they call me. I'm the least popular store at the mall. Yeah, we've got the Forever 21 and unfortunately 43 right next door to it. A variety of necklaces guaranteed to turn the same shade of brown in the next 15 years of Burning Man's. Uh, Hey... Here's a variety of different vests that you can wear without a shirt to someone's party. (laughs) Good. I'm glad you decided to do that. Ooh, stuff to put in your hair for some reason. Hey. It's just a loose mix of stuff. Some of it's gels and some of it's little things. (laughs) Here's a selection of top hats with goggles already pre-put on them. (laughs) Come on down and check out our section of pants that people wouldn't even wear to paint their car. (laughs) We've gotten off topic. Truth or dare. Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> Truth or dare, into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> <first. sighs> so the first one, Alex makes out with Maddie great. Mm, and all the dudes are like, oh, wow, yeah, ooh, I've got a boner kind of <laughs> commentary. You know, I if, think actually it's I, that, that just made me pregnant. Yes, that's what Holt says. Yeah. And then uh, it's Maddie's turn, and she picks one out of the pile, And she's not playing anymore. Yeah, she gets real mad and she stomps off. But someone grabs the dare from her and we find out that it reads, did you sleep with Tyler? So here's, this is the first moment where I was kind of going, okay, this is definitely supernatural, but this is also the first moment where the weakness of their model of truth or dare really shines through because if Holt had drawn that and been like, have I slept with Tyler? no or you know alex pulls it yes of course i have i have several times or alex or tyler pulls it and he's like no i don't think i've ever slept with myself Uh, i have not found a clone of me and fucked it so no (laughs) even if i did is that indeed fucking myself i mean could it just be asking have i ever fucked anyone named tyler And indeed, I have. (laughs) It's the closest thing to fucking yourself you can get to. Several people. That's pretty much the only thing I look for on Grindr. (laughs) I just keep swiping until I find someone named Tyler, and then I'm like, how's that dick situation? And they're like, yeah, that's a pleasure to meet you. I'll I'll, I'll be at the bar. My name is John Tyler. And you're like, oh, never mind. No no last names. (laughs) Sorry. No. Oh, you like to keep it anonymous? I mean, no. No last name's Tyler unless your first name is also Tyler. If your name is Tyler Tyler, then we are on. Mm Mm-hmm. That's that's a go. (laughs) We are cleared for takeoff. (laughs) We are ready to get it on. (laughs) So, anyway, uh, Tyler gets... Super mad, and he's like, whoever did this is dead, and then he stomps off. But again, the only person in the room who this would have been a weird pull for is Maddie. And at this point, still, everyone's just mad at whoever did that. Yeah, so Maddie, of course, has to be like, "Uh, no, I didn't. And then everyone's phone dings, and everyone's got a message that says liar. So Mm -hmm. she does have to come clean. Yes, I did sleep with Tyler. We were drunk. It didn't mean anything. I'm sorry. And then, like, Alex and her and everyone storm off and Tyler reaches down and pulls another thing out of the pile just to be like you guys are assholes who's even writing these things and it says to put your hand on the hot stove and then all the cards underneath it say you have two minutes yeah <sighs> so I can forgive this bit because they don't know that it's supernatural yet I mean mm-hmm. they should but it they all sort of blame uh, Carter for Being like, ooh, you're pulling tricks and trying to spook us or whatever. Yeah, you're trying to give us some spookums. You're trying to get (laughs) the SpookyRentals.com. Is this part of the SpookyRentals.com package, Carter, you (laughs) asshole? Is this part of the Airbnb where someone breaks and enters and it's a serial killer? Carter, I still don't understand your character. You have the cheekbones of a 22-year-old male model, but for some reason you're viewed as one of the nerds of the group. Yeah, well, honestly... He reads very much like the... The angry gay one. The like stalkery one to me. Well, notably, he has no relationships with any of the women in the group. Um, and neither does Holt, but Holt has a couple of comments here and there. Carter has none. And I get the impression that they tried to play him off as sort of the arch gay. Well, Carter is in love with... Oh, that's right. Addison. That, that's right. And it doesn't get mentioned until after. It's too late. Yes. Uh, but I forgot about that. But yeah... It, <laughs> They like, oh, he's he's such a nerd. He's the only member of the film club, and he spends a ton of money every year on this. And I'm like, he has the body of an angel, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the mind of a devil, <laughs> indeed. Although he's always perched behind a camera uh, or in front of one on Twinks.com <laughs> or Scary Spooky Twinks. <laughs> twinks.com <laughs> Oh, my God. Does that exist yet? Is it down too late? John, John, what day is it? did it all in one night. SpookyTwinks.com. Is that twink still hanging out in the shop window? Why, yes, sir. Here's a shilling. Go, Go get, don't get pr- that twink, and I'll give you half a crown. <laughs> and first, crack at the twink. <laughs> so, <laughs> he, uh, Tyler, just is pissed off at everyone, and he goes into the kitchen to have a beer, and it's two minutes later, and the stove turns on by itself. Oh, we get a warning. It's I forget how it's delivered on a card or something that says like "Do the dare" or "The dare does you." Yeah. So now the stove is going to put its ha- put hands <laughs> on him on hot Tyler. <laughs> put your hands on put, stove. Put your hands on a hot Tyler. <laughs> yeah, you like that, hot Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> You're I like to second. imagine that one of them is Hot Tyler and there's a different Tyler that isn't Hot Tyler and he feels real bad about so it. So some other Tyler shows up and has the stove runs up and puts his hands on him and, and, and he's like, this is the second time this week a dude has wanted to hook up with me just because my name is Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> when he is in the kitchen, the stove turns on, a chair f- like flies at him which spins him around and he ends up falling hand first onto the Burning stove top It's one of those uh, it's like electric a, grills. Yeah, it's a coil range. Yeah, yeah. So he gets his hand onto the stovetop, and then he does the whole trying to pull his hand off, but he can't. But it's very clear that he's being telekinetically held there by the spirit. Yeah, like he's he's glued to the stove. He's not just stuck. And so he's stuck there for a bit. Wrenches his hand off, and you can see some little like goopy Gubbets. goopy bits mm-hmm. still on the stove. And he wraps his hand up. It's important to note that he is a doctor. Oh, yeah. He's well, a he's a pre-med student. Med school. Yeah. <clears throat> so, at this point, we are establishing that this is supernatural mm-hmm. of some kind. Yes. Something supernatural is happening. Uh, and yet, they all decide that this is a good time to go back upstairs and figure this out. Instead of... this is the point where I was like, why don't they leave now? Well, no one's having fun. Why are they all going back upstairs? Well, I mean... Well, it's not like the... Oh, also... There's they're not a, upstairs. I mean, it's all on the same ground floor. Mm-hmm. They're also supposed to be drunk. Yes. No, no one, one is drunk. No one acts drunk ever. Not even a little bit. No. There is no drunk. At one point, even Holt is like, oh, I'm drunk, but I'm not that drunk. And I'm like, you're not drunk. No one is drunk. No Everyone one, here is stone cold sober. No one here has ever been drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows what drunk is. Yeah. the <laughs> That thing with Maddie having slept with Tyler that one time, they thought they got drunk. They're like, I'm so wasted on O'Doul's. (laughs) Guys, I heard a rumor that DNL has alcohol in it. (laughs) It took me a minute to remember what DNL was. (laughs) Or whatever drink was popular specifically in 2016 and not now. Uh, well, I mean, all, all I was thinking of was Four Loco, but that definitely fucks your shit up. And no one was drinking Four Loco, I'll tell you that much. Four Loco, Old Duels flavor. <laughs> old Milwaukee Four Loco. Four Loco, oops, all cola. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> they're still sort of debating at this point whether this is supernatural or if carter's still fucking with him and of course tyler's like no it said do the dare the dare does you and then something pushed me into the stove and they're arguing about that and then jesse gets her dare which is to eat the burnt skin of tyler, tyler. that's on the stove and she immediately bursts into tears because, as you see, she is a vegan. Yes, and this is, oh, this is a step too far. There is no way that she could possibly eat fucking skin off of a stove. Which, okay, I get. I understand. But the the whole thing with it was like, they they decide we're going to leave. They try to leave and they can't. Yeah, and, and of course they try to leave by, you know, they try the door and it slams shut on them. They try to, the windows... They, and, like, br- throw a chair at the window and it... Bounces, bounces off. Bounces off, and then, like, the windows that don't have any glass in them have boards fly up and nail themselves to it. See, at that point, you're like, oh, if the door closed, you can go... Maybe, again, you can believe that someone rigged up a thing to close the door on you. Oh, that Carter, like, yeah, like... You know, and maybe the glass was plexiglass, or maybe, whatever, one of the reasons you couldn't open one of the doors, maybe it's just stuck, but the second you see boards Mm -hmm. fly onto a window and nail themselves onto it, you're like, oh, we're dealing with uh, some kind of ghost or a spirit or something. Yeah, and at that point, they give up, and they go back upstairs to resolve it. I mean... I got to be honest. You keep honest. saying upstairs. No uh, one has no gone upstairs. downstairs. I, I, okay, they're they're all upstairs. The ki- the kitchen's upstairs. No, they're on the ground floor. Okay, so there always... is an upstairs, but no one has gone there. For some reason, I thought that that room that they all convene in is upstairs. No, I don't know why. Everything's ground floor. All right, well, fine. Okay, they're they're in the living room then. And this matters. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. <laughs> fine. Um. The. The thing is, I feel like they give up on trying to escape a little too too readily. But that's a horror movie convention, so I'm going to go with it. But well, the thing is, the moment the, they, go- the they ghost they also were told they only have like. Two minutes to eat this skin. Yeah, one of them has two minutes to eat that skin. The rest of them have plenty of time to go try and take the doors off the hinges. Well, no, because they have two minutes to try and convince her to eat the skin, where she's like, I don't wanna, yeah, I'm a vegan. No one even knows who she is yet. She's the first, She's the new girl at the party. I'd be like, hey, you either eat that skin or die or whatever, I'm, or I guess the skin eats you. I, don't know. <laughs> I That was the, the issue I had, is they talk about you do the dare, the dare does you a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And I kept looking at some of the dares going, or what? Like, I eat this skin, or the skin, like, flies into my mouth and gets eaten? Like, yeah. what? There's a point, uh, and I know we've had this conversation about horror movies a bunch of times, where they've passed the point of, oh, we're in a horror movie scenario. Yeah. And they don't act like that, you know? But where where I wonder if they live in a universe where horror movies don't exist. Yeah because I'm already at the point where I'm like, "Oh, I'm on board. And fuck that demon. I'm going to make if if it's established that it will do things if I don't, I'm just going to make it do things. <laughs> at, at least that's Even if f- it kills you." Yeah. Because if the alternative if, if it's either die or I'll kill you, then I'm like, "Yeah, kill me because at least that'd be more interesting to see." <laughs> uh, but if we haven't gotten to the point where it's doing like deadly dares because this is still basically harmless shit of like uh, eat this skin on a stove yeah and, and that means it's a harmless punishment if i don't the skin will fly over into my mouth that'd be kind of neat to see at least the thing is here here's here's another dark truth about me john i might as well put it out to you now i would have done that dare if it wasn't magic <laughs> if it was if, like hey if, eat eat that eat that sexy doctor's skin off the stove and i'd be like all right whatever it's a rare chance to try a long pig the, Can I put salt on it? Because I feel like it's going to need some salt. Nah, he was salty. <laughs> well, then then hook me up, brother, because that's the kind of dare that works on a 39-year-old man. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's the weirdest shit I've seen. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I will do it. Of course I'm going to eat that skin. Br- bring me that skin. <laughs> You'd have to dare me to not. Mm-hmm. Shit, I already ate most of it. <laughs> someone's like I dare you to eat that skin you just look up from the stove skin <laughs> hanging out huh hmm? oh oh, lucky me Oh, 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 oh. we're <laughs> ready to get a bit of, bit of skin sir so she eats a bit of the skin and then a, the phone rings the phone is not plugged in uh, Maddie answers it and then she says it's all of it and so she has to eat all of the skin this Begins a precedent that is terrible and only occasionally used. The 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 demon demon gets to design what happens more, Mm -hmm. because the dare just said, uh, eat the burnt skin. Mm -hmm. And it didn't say all of it. Mm Mm-hmm. And the fact that it gets to change the dare later on mm-hmm. is fucked up. That's number one rule of, t- of truth or dare. You can't modify your dare after you say it. Yeah. If you dare someone to do something and they're like, ha you didn't say whatever, and they do it, you're like, ah, fine, you got me. You did it. I'll have to be better in my dares next time. I'll wait for the full round to cycle, and then we'll get right back into this pedantic little game. See, I, it's interesting to me that you did it in cycles instead of whoever just got Dared or truth is the one to do go next, oh well, you have to do it in cycles because otherwise all the dares were like you have to make out with that person while that person goes jumps over like the thing about truth and dare in, in my my circle of friends was that people would abuse the dare power to be like, oh I, I've come up with a dare that involves seven people, yeah, but you can't include someone else in the dare because you're only daring that person see so you now that when you when you' get in cycles, the only person who's relevant is the dareer. The issue of... because They, they for a brief moment, have control of whoever they want. And then and then it goes on to the next person. Yeah, see, now, this is going to be another one. This would be a flux situation where I would immediately begin <laughs> saying that the rules are wrong. Well, okay, I can I can justify this. Um, I played with a group of sex-starved nerds who were all, like, water pole players and stuff. So it was like a group of hot, smart people, right? Um, so the problem you'd run into is if it was just the person who most recently issued the dare... Uh, got to be the one who issued the dare, you'd be like, I dare you to make out with me. All right. I dare you to make out with me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and you'd be like, fucking dare anyone else to do anything else. No, because then we're passing over the reins and we don't get to have this weirdly specific, acceptably, acceptable time to make out with each other like we actually want to do. Uh, and, well, and, there's and no so backseas as well. Mm, well, see, now that's a different house rule. We didn't have, So our house rule was, it, well, cycles, it cycles around so that everyone gets in involved. Yeah. I feel like that's both good and bad. It's good. It's good and the reason it's good is because there's always one person in the circular dare, truth dare group who really shouldn't be there and no one will ever pick them to do anything and it's the only way you're going to get them to be involved. That's true. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah. All right. All so right. yeah, the, this is this is just one of those side effects that that uh, of us having not met until like our 30s. Yeah. Um that we didn't get to be part of any each other's dumb college shit. No. Mm-hmm. There was no point where we were like, ooh, I'm part of your dumb nonsense, and then we can have that shared background. But it's good, because mm-hmm. now we can argue about how you play Truth or Dare. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think we have to argue in this situation. It's not like we're going to play Truth or Dare. No. There's no way we're going to play Truth or Dare. Yeah, and I don't care if you Except tell me Except the- at Gen Con. We're going to go to Gen Con and play Truth or Dare. <laughs> <laughs> we might as well announce that now. One of our sessions is going to be a mass full-room Truth or Dare And also you'll die. (laughs) And if you don't do the dare, the dare will do you. Mm -hmm. And if you lie, you die. Which, by the way, let's get back to the topic at hand. Uh, So, like I was saying, anytime someone's on a dare, everyone else should be out there, like, taking doors off hinges or just isolating part of the house and setting it on fire so they can get out through there. See, but they've already established that there's a spirit in charge. Or... Just and calling. Charles. Charles yes. is not Or just calling the police and being like, hey, we're trapped in this house that we shouldn't be in. Or you know what would probably be even more relevant than that? Complaining on SpookyRentals.com. <laughs> Going, leaving a bad review. Mm-hmm. on. Sp- what, actually, would that be a good review, though? Five stars. Very spooky. <laughs> Very spooky. Was killed by a demon. <laughs> would would recommend. If anything, that's the thing that makes me sad about the ending of this movie, is that it's not just a detailed review view, view on, sp- on either Yelp or SpookyRentals.com. Yeah. <laughs> there should be a spooky rent. .com ending where it's just like those words typing out on the screen mm-hmm. like the end of a doogie house episode <laughs> <sighs> so yeah that, that weird short italian dude i always hang out with dared me to kiss him today <laughs> <laughs> and i loved it <laughs> uh okay so so yeah she she eats the skin and cries about it all right there you go yeah And then the spirit lets them out of the room, because it had trapped them all in the kitchen, basically, Mm -hmm. until she had done so. Yeah. So now they know there's some sort of malevolent being that Mm -hmm. is doing this. It's supernatural, and if they don't do the dare, something bad will happen. Yeah, usually it's a variation on the thing that you wouldn't have been willing to do. Yeah, it's usually if you didn't do it, then it makes you do it. Mm -hmm. Which, again, the moment I realize that's the situation, I'm just going to sit down. See, but again, it's, it's whatever it was or worse. Because if you had known at the beginning, touch the hot stove was, if I don't do this, it's going to force me to like burn my hand and peel things off. I could just go over to a hot stove and go, ow, that was pretty hot. Based on things that happened throughout the course of this movie, we have no way to know whether or not the spirit's going to be a malevolent dick to you when you fought, when you play along or not. There's no way to know. The spirit is just a capricious piece of shit. So as long as we know that, I'm just going to, you know what, I want to see the ghost do ghost stuff. <laughs> I want Ghost stuff. Yeah, which is why I would immediately head out to a football field, sit quietly in the middle of it, and if it's like, hang yourself, I'm like, sweet, bring a fucking ladder over here, dickhead. (laughs) I want to see you do it. Let's see some cool telekinesis. Yeah, but it'll be like, my dare is for you to go hang yourself, and then you'll be like, no, and then it'll just drag you somewhere and hang you. That counts as telekinesis. Great. Fine. <laughs> you get to see telekinesis mm. before you die. Would you rather see telekinesis before you die or not? Like, if you're going mean, to die either way. I mean, you're going to see it anyway. It still does telekinesis even when it sets up the dare. The next dare is touch the wires. He's a malicious captor. I want him to do as much work as possible. It's that simple. Why make it easy for him? But it's not. How is this more difficult for him? I'm. All I'm saying is resisted every opportunity. Yeah. Resist whenever possible and as hard as you can. And the, the story of Holt is the reason, and we'll get to it when we get to it. Well, no, because the first dare for Holt is this one, yeah. and it's touch the wires. And the whole thing was they were like, look, you're going to put your hands close to these exposed wires that it, like telekinesis to chandelier out. Mm-hmm. And... No, know that no one even thinks to turn that light off. No. No one is like, oh, why don't you touch the wires that are sticking out of the chandelier that are no longer attached, or grab the wires where they're still covered in like plastic or anything. Or go put on a glove. <laughs> yeah, none of that. What they do instead is, they're like, all right, you're going to go grab those wires as soon as like, we're going to have Carter take this blanket, run at you, and right before he hits you, Grab the wire so that he then knocks into you and knocks you off of the electricity circuit. Mm-hmm. And it works. Yeah, he keeps him alive barely. He foams at the mouth for a while. Which is weird. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you were electrocuted for not even a fraction of a second, because it literally is like as he is being hit, he grabs the wires and then is knocked off of them. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like it would be that bad. Electricity super unpredictable. It could just as easily have killed him. It could have put his heart into a bad state. There's, there's all kinds yeah, of... Yeah, it could have been in Kansas. Yeah, it could have been in like Oklahoma or some crap. But but um, electricity is super unpredictable when it comes to lethality. Uh, really, the best thing for him here would have just been like, oh yeah, touch the wires? Okay, pull a sleeve up over his hand and do it. Oh yeah, no. I mean, what he should have done is grab that blanket that Carter was running at him with and just put it around his hands and gone, here we go. All right, fuck you, spirit. If you want me to not do it that way, you better call me on the phone. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the thing. And change would- your dare like a bitch (laughs) that's what i would be i wouldn't be the i'm just gonna sit here like a petulant asshole i would be like pedantic piece of shit yeah I would just be a huge asshole about it. I'd be like, well, you didn't say I couldn't do whatever, so until you tell me otherwise, I'm going to be a huge piece of shit. I know. And, and I would probably be doing that, too, because ultimately that'd be more fun than just sitting there. Exactly. I'd be like, I'm going to be a huge pedant at this weird ghost mm-hmm. until it gets so angry at me. Yeah. And even then, it's just going to murder you. Oh, of course it will. Yeah, because that's what it does to half of them, where it's like, it's like, oh, uh, you did the, you're trying to do the dare? You can't. And then I murder you. Uh, Okay, sure. Anyway, he survives this, and And then we get our last dare, which is a truth. Our last dare is a truth. Yeah, our last thing is a truth, which... Uh, The last one of the night, yeah. ...is Addison, who a bunch of papers fall down that say, are you an addict? Well, okay, let's just establish that between these first several dares, all the characters constantly going, I I won't do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to be a part of this. This is bullshit. I don't even like any of you. Fuck this. That happens for four of the seven characters uh, they do that? Oh, I forgot. Uh, fucking Luke gets his knee bashed. Yeah, Luke has to have his knee bashed. Um, and they establish, just because of some flickering lights, that the first time it gets bashed, it's not hard enough? Yeah, like his uh, girlfriend basically lightly whacks his leg mm-hmm. and nothing, and like the dare is still ongoing, so they're like, oh no, he actually, you have to have smash his knee was the dare. Mm-hmm. So you have to actually smash it, not just like poke it with a bat. Yeah. Um and and it's really important that it's bash your knee is the name of the dare. And then someone else does it and they're like, yeah, it's good enough. Yeah. No, yeah. that's not good enough. It didn't say get your knee bashed. Exactly. It said bash your knee. You bash your knee. Yeah, that's this this is this pedantry this seems important and yet it, it is isn't. 50% of the time almost exactly. Yeah, I'd say half the time the way you interpret the dare matters, and the other half it doesn't. Yeah, and half another. I'd say a quarter of the time, the 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 players are like, "Oh, okay, I have a pedantic way to get around this. It'll be fine, guys." And then the demon's like, "Nope, no, I've just decided randomly to change the rules. Mm. You know, just fucking kill me then, because <sighs> anyway, the... Addison gets a truth, and the truth is, are you an addict? And we have seen her for two seconds of this movie she takes a pill at one point when they first arrive at the house Mm -hmm. and she is like no fuck you i'm not an addict and of course the whole thing where like everyone's phone goes off and it says liar and then like liar gets scratched into a door and whatnot and And then she goes into defensive mode she's like look i was in a car accident these are prescription i'm not an addict fuck you and i go even if you think that, even if you are 100% like, I'm not an addict, I'm just doing this for pain relief, you'd think if, like, the demon already thinks you are a liar, why wouldn't you just go, yes, I'm an addict, nah. Yeah. okay, yeah. D- truth done. Yeah, what are you going to fucking do at that point? Just be pedantic about it. Yep, you got me, demon, might as well face it, I'm addicted to love. <laughs> like, Oh, you didn't say I have to admit what I'm addicted to, Uh, yes. Yeah, the... The problem is, the anytime you have a truth or dare situation as your movie, it what it actually is is dare, and then a couple of truths because we have to establish that that's the actual game we're playing. Yeah, sadly the game is not called dare or dare, and also it needs to be a morality play thing because when the question pops up for her of "Are you an addict?" several people in the room turn around and go, "Addison, are you addicted to drugs?" Yeah. I tried drugs once, I ate some sand in the playground, and then I had (laughs) sex with Tyler. (laughs) Uh, I smoked a banana leaf once. Like, I feel like at that point, if you're in the crowd, and this is someone who has been your friend for a while, like, Mm -hmm. they know Addison, she's part of the group, you'd be like, Addison, just... Just say yes and get it done with, how fucking stupid are you? I guarantee none of us care whether or not you're addicted to anything, Addison. I I, I don't give a shit. Honestly, you can say yes, and I will completely forget and not give a fuck while we fend for our lives. I do not care. In fact, if you have painkillers, that's going to be great, because we're probably going to need them soon when these dares escalate. Yeah, but instead, they turn around, look at her and go, are you addicted to the demon weed? (laughs) Like, what do you? What, where did that come from? Why are you guys all judgmental now? <sighs> so she refuses to say that she is an addict. And as a the res- door opens for her when she goes to leave. Mm-hmm. And then just a gust of telekinetic wind hits her and she flies and impales herself on some random thing in the yard. Mm-hmm. And then they're allowed out. Yeah, that's the end of that. They're no longer trapped in the house. Probably because there isn't currently an active dare. Well, there is. I think is. That's- Carter is the person who hasn't been dared yet. He's mm-hmm. the only one who hasn't had to do one. Yeah, and but, he'll be he, the next to go. Yeah, obviously. but he doesn't get. It. He doesn't receive his active dare. I think that while the dare, while an active dare was in play, while someone had a countdown on them, um, they weren't allowed to leave the room that they were in or house or whatever because the demon was being a shitty piece of shit. Um, <laughs> but because they left between two a truth and a dare, they they got the chance to leave because there wasn't currently a countdown. the The thing for me is, I think they just. <laughs> We're allowed to leave and the demon doesn't give a shit. Mm. Now we are also... Or the demon has no rules, the movie's a piece of shit, it doesn't make any fucking sense and to rather be talking about Spider-Man? Yes. Okay. Now, <laughs> the rules we get are you have to play three rounds mm-hmm. and you have 48 hours to do it and if you don't, you die. Which, okay, Sure. The group goes to the hospital. The police don't believe them. So they're all going to go home, and they all just sort of assume that everything is done because they're out of the house. And they've tried talking to the police, and that's all you can ever possibly try. So they're done. Yeah. They tried talking to the police. The police were like, you were drunk. Clearly, mm-hmm. you sober teenagers were drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen several drunk teenagers in my day, and you guys are definitely it. Ah. Uh... So they all go back, and of course- Don't forget that they have a brief moment to stop so that one of them can be like, guys, I am never going back to that house again. Yes. As if anyone needed to say that. Yeah, as if everyone was like, oh, I I thought we were going back there to spend the night. We Mm. got it on Spooky Rent We have it for the night. Yeah. Uh, My deposit isn't coming back. I was planning to rent it again next week on SpookyRentals.com. Uh, Also, I found the same listing on NotSpookyAtAllRentals.com, so I'm thinking... (laughs) (laughs) RegularRentals.com. Well, I think NotSpookyAtAllRentals.com is a way creepier thing than (laughs) SpookyRentals.com. Totally normal, not at all haunted Rentals.com. Come on down to (laughs) NotSuspiciousRentals.com. Nothing bad's happened here, Rentals.com. Totally legit, no further questions, (laughs) Rentals.com, for all your housing needs. No one's been dead here, Rentals.com. Nick Nolte didn't lick all these windows. <laughs> uh, so they all go back, and Maddie and Alex are back in each other. To their massive dorm rooms. The, this dorm room that is, I would say, probably three times the size of the room we are in right now. And we are in a master bedroom right now. Yeah. They have a bit of a back and forth. Who gives a shit? What actually happens is Carter is sitting in his room looking at footage of Addison Mm -hmm. and being sad that his friend is dead. And then the camera turns on by itself and starts moving around and he sees the ghost of Addison. Which, by the way, is the only time we see a ghost in the movie. Yeah. There's only one point where it actually manifests a being instead of just like telekinetically zapping some stuff around, mm-hmm. which is once again, this movie has like no cohesion to it. And the ghost says, like, Hey Carter, how long were you in love with me? Which you know, he should have been like, I don't know, a while. Truth answered, move the fuck along. <clears throat> oh, I did my truth. Oh, fuck you. You asked me a question. That was truth. But instead, he doesn't, he's unwilling to divorce. He just, he just sits there going, Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, oh no. And then the ghost writes, hang yourself, and instead of just, like, putting the noose that shows up around his neck and leaning forward so it chokes him a bit, he's like, oh, I gotta get out of here, I haven't remembered anything that's happened in the last 24 hours. A, a noose bursts down through the ceiling, and then the ghost manifests, because earlier the, the ghost would only show up in, in the camera feed of his camera, but now she's in the real world, and she holds up the noose and shows it to him, and, and if you look through the hole of the noose, you can see a beautiful anime world. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Why not, John? Memes. <laughs> um, you like memes. You like memes, right? <laughs> so, anyway, uh, she she like shows him the noose, and he's like, I won't do it. But then it just whips around his neck and drags him up, and he yeah. makes no effort to stand on the radiator that's literally hitting his feet. Or the right above him is a windowsill. So, mm-hmm. like, his feet are at whatever that air conditioner radiator thing was that he could have just stood on. Or if he put his feet up a little bit, stand on the windowsill. He does neither of those things, even though they are very easy to do. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I've never been hung. Maybe they're hard. <laughs> oh. Oh, I've been hung. <laughs> In the past. <laughs> it all shriveled off and fell, yeah, it and fell off. it turned black and shriveled off because there was a bump on it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so he dies, but the demon-like sends a video of him dying to all of his friends. Mm-hmm. And then they, they have time. They race over to his dorm room, but the demon's cheating and just, you know, telekinetically keeps the door closed, so he he has to die in there. Yeah. And Which, then, again, is like, you're supposed to use teamwork to defeat the demon, but you can't. Well, we don't find out you're supposed to use teamwork to defeat the demon until after this. Sure we do. We see we see uh, Holt get kept alive by, by use of teamwork. Yeah, but that wasn't what anyone was thinking. Plus, they all thought it was the house. They're I, like, oh, we're safe now. I guess that's, that's potentially true. They thought the house was super haunted. Um, the other thing about this scene that infuriates me is he doesn't get his neck broken. He strangles. Yes. Okay. So he's just currently asphyxiated and unconscious. Yes. He's not necessarily dead. I mean, two minutes of no air is pretty bad, but it's not a guaranteed fatal situation. No. But And, and also, one of the people who burst into the room, Dr. Med student. Med student, but apparently a fairly competent med student, as we'll find out later in the film. Um, And when they burst in and they see him hanging there, and they could hear him choking through the door, their their first thought is, oh, let's all hug and cry. Yeah, they get in there and they just look at him as he's hanging limp there instead of like... All right, cut them down, try and do CPR or something. Someone call 911. Uh, no one called 911 at any point. Uh, one of the things, we, because we get a, a bit of stock dialogue in this, thing, this where Carter himself goes, well, I talked to the cops, but they'd rather be knee-deep in jelly donuts than talk to a bunch of teens they think <laughs> were drunk. Oh, uh, they're so small-minded. I'm like, are they? Because if someone came up to me and was like, hey, a demon just killed my friend, I'd be like, did it. I'd rather be knee-deep in jelly donuts (laughs) than engage in this conversation. That is true on every level. Mm -hmm. I would be like, you are an idiot, and I'm going to go get a donut. (laughs) That is my reaction. Anytime anyone comes up to me and tells me something supernatural happened, I'm like... (sighs) You're dumb, and I'm going to get a donut. <laughs> I would have rather, I would have wanted to get engaged in this. I want to beat this demon because it's a mean piece of shit. I'd have been like, oh, yeah, let's fucking play, demon, because you're really bad at this. But anyway, so we do the- get an establishing find that the cops in this town are useless and they'd rather be eating donuts, the bunch of pigs. Yeah. Now I'm going to go get a student loan and not pay it back because I'm disrespectful to Republicans. Uh, so this uh, sets up that the group is going to go find the survivor from the original incident. Yeah, which except for Luke and Jesse, who are just hanging out at his dorm room, mm-hmm. they've decided to hole up. And that's the guy who now has a busted knee, which was really important because he had a sports scholarship on the line. And but Je- he's a pitcher. So I don't know how important his knee was. Uh probably fairly. Like he isn't going to be able to play in the game with the scouts see him basically. Nah. Um but and then Jesse the one who has been super traumatized cuz she had to eat some skin. Yeah, the vegan. Mhm. Their hole up now from the flow up. <laughs> yes. <sighs> so the other four find the original survivor and she gives them the once again super hard to find this woman who has disappeared into the ether and never seen from again and Mm -hmm. they just like do a quick google search on a article they found online and they're like oh she's over here yeah her name's Lorna Dune you know like the cookies (laughs) her name's Laura Dern (laughs) (laughs) Laura Dern Dern. I love that story (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay so yeah they find her very easily In, in I don't understand why she's going to be any help well they're like well she survived it so we've got to ask her what she did mm-hmm. and she gives them the advice that is both correct and wrong in that she's like look you got to share the dares you've got to help each other like you did with fucking Holt and the whole wires thing like you've got to actually instead of just one person getting fucked up try to help each other out I also, had a dare that was make four D. 4D- Deep cuts, and if I made four deep cuts in myself, I'd bleed to death. So I took one, and three of my friends took a cut, and we all just had one deep cut each. Also, none of us just tried to, like, deep cut into a pillow or something. Also, none of us listened to four deep cuts from an album that nobody listened to. (laughs) Yeah, I listened to four Jimi Hendrix deep cuts. I listened to four songs off of Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy, (laughs) an Elton John album that nobody listens to. Uh, what is this? Uh, something gizzard in the lizard wizard or whatever that is. That's the, the anyway. Um, yeah. I listened to four deep cuts of super prog rock. Yeah, none, Make none of that. Four deep cuts. Fuck you. Yeah. Make. F- oh, so what we did was we were filming a movie. So I cut an entire super pivotal scene at a gas station <laughs> four times. Four. <laughs> we filmed it and I cut it four, four times. times. It's nice that they gave us several months and a budget on that dare. <laughs> The dare, you have nine months. Yeah. And then, like, a pile of money showed So, up. remember these simple rhymes. You have to share the dares and floof the truths. Because <laughs> uh, truths don't come up anymore after that last one with Addison. No. That's why it doesn't matter, because the truths would just be like, okay, yes. Just tell the truth. Because, I mean, the people you're telling it to are about to die anyway, so who gives yeah, a shit? Yeah, they're all going to be dead, whatever. Yeah. So, <laughs> meanwhile... Luke gets dared to rob a gas station in another infuriating moment where the ghost gives him a gun, mm-hmm. but it the, the dare was just rob a gas station, and he didn't go in there and grab a candy bar and leave. Mm-hmm. Instead, he does use a gun and be like, I need money. You gotta, just give me any money. And he acts like a crazy person. Give me just a dollar. Like, yeah, because... This is infuriating. The moment I saw this, this dare start, I was like, rob a gas station. I was like, man, I'd rob a gas station. Fuck a gas station. Fuck a gas station. just go get some Pepo Mint Lifesavers. Or if they have the one that's all pineapple, fuck yeah, that's just going in my jacket pocket. I'm strolling on out of there. And I mean, if it's got to be, like if the demon then calls you up and is like, no, you have to take money. I'd be like, great. I'm going to go take that little Red Cross thing that has 25 cents in it and run mm-hmm. out with it. Mm-hmm. And then I'll come back in and hand it back to them, because who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. What I would do is I would go into the gas station with a $20 bill, and I'd be like, hi, could you make change for this? And they'd be like, sure. And i give them the 20 and they'd give me the, the change. And I'd be like, that was not actually an exchange for the 20 and I just dropped it on my way out. Ha ha! No, and- but you already established. You said that it was. <laughs> yeah, you but can't change it afterwards. If the demon can change it afterwards, so can I. Fuck that demon. No. The demon gets to change it. You don't. <laughs> Plus, it's already the easiest dare that we've seen to just be like, I walk in and I grab something and I leave. Who gives a fuck? But The, the fact that he didn't say rob the gas station of money. is, And it also didn't say rob a gas station at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. It just gave him a gun. Yeah. yeah. He's just a piece of dumb shit. <laughs> Everyone in this movie is a big, dumb idiot. Yeah. Just go in there, grab some candy bars and walk out thing is, once you do that, you can also drop the candy bars, because you did rob the gas station. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, is you do that, you leave, and if they're like, hey, you gotta pay for those, then you come back and you're like, I'm sorry, I robbed you. Mm-hmm. And then you hand them back, and you're like, I had robbed you, but then I returned it. Dare done. Go fuck yourself, demon. Yeah. I robbed you because of a ghost. <laughs> Look, a ghost- dared me to rob you and i have now here you go here's a snickers here's the money back and i'm sorry please accept or call the police i don't care doesn't matter but no he tries to rob a gas station at gunpoint and then gets shot because he's too busy looking at his girlfriend outside while he's holding a gun on someone weirdest scene to not to notice that the person behind the counter picks up a shotgun so he come, he points a gun at the, at the woman behind the counter. His girlfriend walks around from the other side of this big car that he drives around and looks at him disappointedly. Like, just looks in, and he's just staring at... The, neither of them have any expression. Yeah. It's not like this is a tense emotional scene where something is communicated. It's just the girlfriend is standing out there staring blankly into the gas station, and he's just like, moo, staring out at her. And then he, like, turns his head back and is like, oh, shit, you have a shotgun now. Look, I'm sorry. This is a weird situation, but you just, please just give me a dollar. And the woman's like, no, and she shoots him. Yeah. Well, he, he tries to grab that chain. He grabs thing. the chain, like, the tip jar or whatever, and mm-hmm. she shoots him, and yeah. he dies. Yep, Great. Yep. That's the end of him. And then she drives to meet up with the others. Because they're going to go back to the house, because that's... <sighs> makes sense, I guess. Well, it's this is the weirdest thing because the movie itself goes out of its way to be like, "Oh no, it's not the house. The house doesn't matter." Oh yeah, because like one of them goes, "Well, what if we just leave town?" Oh, that doesn't work. No, that's no, not how it you works. cannot leave town. Why? Because the spirit just tracks you wherever you go. Yeah, they're the, like, oh, it's, leave- it, it's the house. No, if it was the house, I would have burned the house down myself. Okay, it's so, just some demon that is now but, attached to you. But that means we can leave town. It just doesn't matter if we leave town. Yeah. But you seem awfully severe that we can't leave town, and yeah. yet you've also very clearly established that it doesn't matter whether or not we leave town. So, are you just are you motivated to keep <laughs> us in town? Why? There's a, the scene is so weird because her whole thing is like, it's not the house; it's just happening to you. You've already seen that it's killed. Well, they don't know about uh, Luke. Luke yet, yeah. So they're like, you've already seen it kill someone not at the house, so you know it's not based around that. The fact that you think leaving town would do anything in the first place is stupid, but that's fine. You're dumb idiots. But anyway, it's not tied to that. Wherever you go, it's going to happen. You're going to have to do the dares. Anyway, also in this same scene, you should go back to the house. Yeah, go back to the house. That's where you should finish it. I don't think it matters where we finish it. I think we could finish this in a I fucking I think I can garbage. finish wherever I want. Yeah. I paid yes. for this, and I'll finish where I want. <laughs> I'm going to finish on your nightstand where the money is. <laughs> That's why they call it a money shot. <laughs> no, I, I don't know why we're being mean to sex workers at the moment, like even imaginary. But anyway, the important thing is, this is... This is stupid. She establishes that nothing matters. That's all she really does. She she might as well just say it that way while she's handing them all candy for some reason and just be like, "Uh, nothing matters. It doesn't matter where you go or what you do. Nothing matters. uh, I'm going to tell you to try and use teamwork, but I'd say half the time you try to use teamwork, you get locked out by the demon cheating. So, you know, try anyway. But yeah, I mean, just try and have fun with it. The next dare we get when they get back to the house is for fucking uh, Tyler and it's he has to drink this liquid. Oh, good lord! And so, the liquid he picks up a glass full of green, green ooze, and he's like, "It's poison." Yeah, definitely. is it? It's poison from one of those big jugs with three X's and a skull on it. But it's poison. Okay. Oh, well, you know, he is a, a med student, John. The first thing they teach you is to smell poison. Hey, look, that's Med School 101. <laughs> yeah, drink poison. Although he actually does say it's Med School 101 shortly after this. Well, he says that, he's like, look, we have to share the dare. Instead of me drinking an entire glass of this, we'll all have a little bit of it. Uh, I will... Why don't you just drink a little bit of it and then wait for the demon to call and be like, oh, you have to drink all of it. Yeah. Wh- but no. Why are you doing the demon's homework for it? But he puts it into five cups, and he's like, look, we're all going to drink soda, because the phosphoric acid or whatever is going to counteract this particular type of poison well, I Well, it's going to coat our stomach, mm-hmm. and so that way... We'll only have a little bit of the liquid because we're all only having a fifth of this cup, and then we can vomit it up, and the protection on our stomach means it won't soak in as much, so we can get rid of this quicker. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. That's a great plan. However, he calls it Med School 101. And I'm like, I doubt in your first day at Med School. They're like, all right, so if you got to drink a big old cup of poison, let me tell you what to do. You got a soda handy? All right, I'd like to welcome all 240 of you to Med School 101. I want you to look to your left. Look, to your right. One of you is going to be forced to drink poison and is going to have a soda available. (laughs) So here we go. Well, maybe that's why he didn't know to cut down uh, his buddy is because Med School 101 was actually about drinking sodas and poisons instead of like how long you can survive without oxygen. I haven't gone to med school and if I saw a dude who had hung himself, my first thought would be, you know, cut him down and try CPR until the, until the doctors arrive. You'd think that. Yeah. And yet, you're not a big dumb asshole in this movie. That's true, I'm not. I would have died in the first round because he would be like, man, I'm not going to deal with you for for three rounds of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good, I'm out. He'd be like, I dare you to do four deep cuts. And I'd be like, all right, I'm going to do four deep cuts of this weed. <laughs> Just walk over to a, you know, like you were saying, go to a pillow. Cut, 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 cut. There, cut, you. Cut. there that we deep, go. Is it deep enough? Nope, fuck this. I'm just going to have an anvil drop on you or something. Oh, we're not doing this for, th- for, for 48 hours. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, the demon's like, I'm not going to deal with you for three rounds of this, so... Uh, you can go. <laughs> and by that, I mean, you're dead. Oh, I'm a demon. <laughs> I like the idea that it just lets you go because it's not worth the trouble. Because if, if it just takes a shot at you to kill you, you can be like, ha ha, you piece of shit. You can't even play your own game. Also, I want to say... The lady, the survivor that they go find, has way more information than I think she should. Yeah, she doesn't know any of this shit. Well, oh, she's like, "Oh, it's a, it's some demon that you opened the door to." Oh, right. Oh my god, we almost let that pass by. And she's like, "Oh, it wants your souls mm-hmm. and it preys on your weaknesses." And I'm like, "Really?" Or Because how just- many people? At any given time or playing truth or dare anywhere in the country. Well, here's the thing, John. As we establish, when they finally get back to the house, the few survivors, it's actually because it's punishing them for their individual customized sins. For example. You know, like the sin of being vegan. Yeah. Uh, or or the fact that Addison had a pill addiction or that Luke only cared about sports and played to win. Yeah. Because that's, that's the right. example they give. Yeah. Oh God, that's terrible! Everything in this is terrible. I love that. I was when that was happening on screen. I was like, "Don't try and fucking give this a reason now." This is an hour and twenty minutes into the movie. Also, when they ask Alex that, and they're like, "Well, what's yours?" and she's like, uh, "You know," and then it just doesn't. Yeah, answer, she, won't it. she won't answer it, and it never comes up. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It, it never comes up. She doesn't ever. Everyone else has a thing that they eventually admit to that's just trash. Yeah. So, anyway, fucking, they do that. The next one is pull two teeth, which they go through, and two people get one tooth pulled. Who gives a shit? I assume at this point the demon's getting sick of him being willing to play along with the games. Here's here's another one where I'd be a pedantic piece of shit. It doesn't say pull two teeth out. out. It, also it just doesn't... says pull two teeth and be like, ah, eh, I'm pulling on him. It also doesn't say pull two teeth out of a human. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go torture a dog real quick. Hold on, excuse me for a second. I'm gonna go find a dog and give its teeth a little Yankee Yank, and there we go. <laughs> I did. There we go. Oh, they didn't come out. They didn't say I had to. Ugh. Yeah. No. The the pedantry that I have for this movie is a lot. Yeah. Oh. Even if you play along with the like actual dares that it's doing, because the next one is the dare just says three rounds, two minutes, one bullet, and there's a gun and a bullet. And it doesn't actually say, play three rounds of Russian roulette, and it doesn't say, point this gun at your head and try and do this three times. Yeah, this is another example of these ding-dongs doing the demon's work for them. It just says, three rounds, two minutes, one bullet, and you're like, oh, okay, you never said anything about a gun in this dare, so I guess I'm just gonna poke myself three times with a bullet. Like, what are you- you need to be specific, demon! Yeah, or, and, and instead, what, the, what they do is, I forget which one of them it is, she picks up the gun, loads the bullet into it, spins the chamber, and points it at her own head, instead of trying a million other things. Well, uh, fucking Tyler takes it and tries to shoot it out the window, mm-hmm. and it won't shoot while he's pointing it at a window. Yeah. Also, why would you bother putting the bullet in? Just leave the bullet on the table and try and shoot yourself in the head with a gun with no bullets in it. Well, one bullet yeah it's sitting there there it is it's in my mouth i put the bullet in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> no the that is the most infuriating one because it's not even an instruction mm. it's just three separate things that aren't a dare yeah it's it's the point where you can see that the demon is branching out and becoming experimental with its dares Let's it's like, see how much they are willing to do my dirty work for me how, how poetic can i make these and still have them be dummies about it it's not the worst dare the worst dare i think is the next one after that but yeah uh anyway they there's some give and take uh most of the mostly the movie at this point is about the two two girls who have both slept with Tyler having a reconciliation, so one of them tries to shoot herself twice, then the other one who's met, who's in trouble for cheating grabs the gun and tries to shoot herself. but Tyler takes the gun and indeed does shoot himself, and that's the end of Tyler yeah Tyler blows his brains out, mm-hmm. and I couldn't help but think, man, why couldn't of this have been for like Holt or Jesse? Because I'm like, oh, they should do this because they haven't gone for a dare yet, which means... Yeah, if they die, they don't lose a dare. If they die, we don't lose someone who's already done a dare. (laughs) Yeah. Game theory, guys. Game theory. Come on. Also, at this point, this is the point in the movie where Holt suddenly turns into the bad guy? Oh, yeah. During the The tooth tooth pulling pulling scene. And the poison scene. He's like, oh, guys, this is fucked up. And they're like, shut the fuck up, Holt. Do you have to be an asshole? And he's like, I didn't what i'm just scared i didn't even tell anyone to do anything i just i just expressed some fear shut the fuck up holt you're fat yeah no everyone oh. is such a dick to holt right now and i don't know why I, yeah I, I don't know what's going on He's with the that group's here. kicking bag mm-hmm. and I, well, yeah you know the kicking bag the kicking bag <laughs> everyone's got that old-fashioned kicking bag yeah. uh, once a year for old thanksgiving <laughs> we gather up around the country and we play kicking bag the next dare is Holt is dared to be run over by a car. Yeah, it's get run over by a car. And he thinks about it. And this is the smartest reaction where he's... Well, it's not quite the smartest reaction because you know, he comes out The first reaction is he comes down and he's like, Guys, I have to tell you something. A while ago I was involved in a hit and run. I left the scene of the crime. Turns out the guy I hit was paralyzed. And everyone goes... Oh, great! you got a truth. You just had to tell us that great that that means you 're safe, yeah, and he was like, oh no i 've just been wasting time. I had two minutes to get run over by a car. I just thought i'd waste a minute of it telling you this backstory. It's so weird. Why is he telling him this? Who cares? I guess it's because he 's bought into this notion that everyone 's being punished for their customized sins, but it doesn't matter." There's no rule that says he has to tell people. Anyway. There's no rule that says a dog can't do a dare. Anyway, this is my least favorite dare in the movie, and, and I think it's because we come down to a fundamental disagreement about just how much of an asshole the demon is. But here's here's a base. He goes, okay, I'm going to take the keys to one of the two cars we have, and one of you is going to drive over my feet. Yeah. And That's, they're like, look, we'll just drive over your foot. It's fine. Let's do this. And they run outside, and wouldn't you know it, the car won't start. Now, to me... Because this movie has never previously established that any cars in this movie have trouble starting. Yeah, if it had been like, oh yeah, there's been at least one other scene where, you know, someone went, ah, this dumb piece of shit car, or made any mention of this car having any sort of trouble, then at least when it doesn't start, I would be like, oh, that's just bad luck. Yeah, but instead it's clearly the demon is just stopping the car from starting. And his reaction to this is foolishly to open the trunk or the hood of the car and fiddle around with the engine. Yeah, the, the fact that he opens the hood, I'm like, what are you going to do in the 30 seconds you have left to finish this dare that you think is going to help? Yeah, oh, will check the distributor cap or whatever. What's he doing? But yeah, the dare ends. He gets, uh, the hood of the car slams down on him. Like a mouth, like he's locked in there. Yeah, I think, from what I saw, I think it just gets his sleeve? I I assume that it had to be that way for the stunt to work. But basically, it backs out of like the, it drags him around, drags him around, and then disconnects, leaves him floppy in the road, and then the car runs over him. Yeah, and the woman, one of the one of the people is yeah, Jesse's in there, and she can't do anything. Yeah, but this is just bullshit. This is this is a bullshit dare. It's the worst one because the demons like get run over by a car. Also, there's no cars. It's, well, fuck you. There's cars right outside. They don't start because I won't let them. Okay, well then f- f- fuck your dare i guess just i i guess you're just going to murder me and there's nothing i can do about it fine this is this is the one that made me the angriest cuz he tries to play along and the, the demon just won't let him even let him play along with the dare yeah the the real problem was the they needed to have an establishing scene earlier that made it so that the car not starting is something that would have been not the demon's fault cuz otherwise it does it just it just reads as the demon being like, "No, I'm just, I'm just gonna let you not do this dare so I can kill you." Yeah, and, and there's not like there's traffic on a road nearby or something that's shown to give you give him a chance to run out and get hit by a truck or something. There's nothing. It's just no. there's just nothing. It, it's just you're gonna get run over by me in about two and a half minutes. Which I, I do kind of wonder like, okay, so if he was like upstairs, <laughs> mm-hmm. and the dare ran out like. Is it gonna telekinetically drag him into the street? I mean, like, it did telekinetically drag that one guy to the noose. Is it? Well, he was no. It the noose went over his neck. Not ah, fair. He enough. didn't get dragged to it. Yeah. Uh, no, a car will just come shooting yeah, in. Car it. just flies through the second story of his house. It's a double decker bus. <laughs> I guess I wouldn't be being run over by a car though. Would it just being hit by a car? Exactly. Yeah, that's a difference. Yeah. What I don't understand is why they didn't just put the car in neutral and push it over his foot. Well. oh right because they're dumb shits because everyone here is an idiot yeah so they get back now there's only three hot ladies left because the demon has just been systematically getting rid of the dudes Mm -hmm. and the next dare i think is the one that pissed me off the most can we also talk real i'm sorry to interrupt but real quick they didn't think to randomize the bullet again after each round of oh yeah roulette they it wasn't like pull trigger spin barrel pull trigger trigger and then do that again it was just it increases your chances from one in five to one in six there you go it's really smart but no Monty hall problem but for your brain (laughs) meat anyway they get back in and jesse's second dare is it just says chain yourself to the pipe Mm -hmm. so a door opens to the basement this is the stupidest thing and at the bottom of the stairs is a pipe with a chain attached to it. Yeah. She is unwilling to chain herself to a pipe. This isn't like, you know, chain yourself to this boiling hot pipe that'll burn your flesh. This isn't chain yourself to a saw. Like, this isn't anything where it was like, oh my god, a dare that's going to fuck your shit up. Well, okay, so there's a pipe in a room, and when she goes down, she goes into her- First of all, all three of them try to stay together, because they're trying to play by the rules now. Um, but or, as soon as she walks through the door it slammed to, the, shut, to it the basement, it, it, it slams shut. And it pushes the other two back. Like, they were trying to play the, the rules, and the demon was like, nope, this is a fucking single challenge. Ha ha. You, you can't use your immunity, Idols. Lightning round. Uh, so she looks down there where the pipe is in this basement, and oh no, there's like four cockroaches. Well, even before she gets there, she's just like... <sighs> Crying and holding the phone and looking at the stairs and not... I'm like... Motherfucker, you have two minutes to chain yourself to a pipe, and this is the easiest dare you've gotten since Make Out with Maddie. Like... Just go do it real quick and be done. Yeah, quit being a whiner. All you've had to do so far is eat a couple of doctor-flavored ruffles. You you had to eat a little bit of skin, and now you've got to chain yourself to a pipe in a room with three cockroaches. Like, you have had it as softballed to you as possible, and yet you react to everything like as if someone was just like, I need you to cut your own mother's eyes out. So anyway, I guess it's a character trait for her that she's just kind of a wuss. But here's the thing. She refuses. And so, like she goes down and tries to pick up the chain, but a roach is down there and she's like, "Oh, I can't. I can't. There's a roach." Well, okay, so here's here's her ironic fate for not being willing to chain herself to the pipe. Roaches boil out of the the floor and eat her alive. Which that wasn't the dare doing you. The I, I th- don't I think it was. See, here's the thing. After the last one, after the after the Colt dare, which went all to shit because the demon's a fucking cheater and doesn't actually play by any rules, I think the moment she chained herself to the pipe, roaches would have boiled out of the floor and eat her, eaten her. That's the, that's the spot in the floor where you have to sit for roaches to boil out of the floor and eat you. So I think she was just fucked if you do, fucked if you don't. See, but, I don't think that's true. I think it was just that and we'll, she was terrible and then I mean, died. We'll never know. But we won't. We'll never know, but I think, fundamental disagreement aside, I think the moment she played by the rules and chained herself to that pipe, the reason he wanted her to chain to, chain to the pipe is so she could not get away from the boiling roaches. That's, uh, why else would he do it? Oh, I guess I got you chained to a pipe in the basement. Ha ha. Uh, given that the last, uh, the last dare was get run over by a car, the next one is cut off a bunch of chunks of yourselves. I, I assume that one of them being chained yourself to a pipe is just sort of a break I'm taking? Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's a way to kill her with roaches. No. He knew. He knew she wouldn't do it. In that case, it doesn't matter whether she said yes or no. Uh, well, it just makes me angry because she didn't do it. Now we're having a, an omnipotence versus omniscience discussion. And I don't. <laughs> or uh, yes. Yeah, so so anyway. Yeah. Either way, she was fucked. It doesn't matter. So we get to round three. There's only Maddie and Alex left, and the second to last dare is. Oh the oh god! <sighs> and we keep saying these are the worst. No, this one is. One that made me very angry because not only was it, like it it was, the demon was sort of specific but not enough. The, the, the dare is cut off seven living body parts. Now, two of them that they do is an eyelash and a piece of hair from their head. Mm-hmm. The demon does not argue with that. It accepts both the eyelash and the hair as... These are things that you can have. Mm-hmm. Now, aside from the fact that those aren't living body parts... Which is, you'd think, the reason why they'd specify living. I mean, I understand it's also so they don't just go hack chunks off Holt Because <laughs> he's just lying down the road and he's already pretty well tenderized. But I was like, okay, I have so many reasons I hate this. One, hair's not alive. Taking that out of your head doesn't isn't actually a living body part. One, two... If if taking hair from your head and then hair from your eyelash uh, counted and worked, why did you stop there? What, are we afraid of just reaching into your pants and getting a pube? I mean, let's go ahead and even assume a corollary on that where they are both completely <laughs> shaven like... Oh, yeah, like just seals except for their hair and eyelashes. Yeah, they've, you know... Actually, sh- seals have hair. I was going to say, you know, they've recently shaved their their legs and pubic region and armpits and everything. And they have no hair anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Even then eyebrow. Yeah. Eyebrow makes three. So also uh, number three complaint, plucking out a a hair isn't cutting. Number four complaint. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It doesn't say to remove seven different body parts. It just says seven living body parts, which means at that point you should just pluck seven hairs and be like, "Fuck you, demon." <laughs> yeah, yeah. The demon doesn't stop them when it does that. Now, here's the thing. Here's here's number five. The the thing that enables numbers one through four. Uh, after they go through two haircuts, which apparently and, count, and a fingernail, which apparently counts, next up is a chunk of flesh from uh, Alex's elbow. Yeah, she's like, "Oh, I know. I'll get rid of some skin." Mm-hmm. So they cut some skin off of her elbow. And the demon's like, whole body parts. And it's like, yeah, but you, even even if we were playing by that rule, earlier she cut off part of her hair. She didn't even tear it out of her head. She just used scissors and snipped a piece of her hair in half. Like, why why didn't you complain then? Whole body parts. And she's like, oh, I get it. It would have had to be my whole skin. Like, really? Because I feel like that means it would have had to have been your whole finger instead of a fingernail if that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Then they're allowed to get away with doing a finger, and a toe, and an earlobe. An earlobe? Yeah, I was like, okay, you've done earlobe, mm-hmm. and at that point they're like, okay, we've done basically everything we have. We have one more to do, and she's like, you got to cut off my foot. Why? What? Like at that point, go. All right, cut off like. My my nose or something. Well, okay, foot noses, they have about an equal chance to kill you. You'll bleed more out of a foot stump, unless you are inverted, so that gravity doesn't shove all your blood out of your body. But nose, there's a lot of veins in the face. You'll bleed real fast out of there. Really, the question is, why not try a different toe, or or even again, or the same other hair, or how about the same foot that that the toe was already cut off of. Yeah, I mean, if you're already bleeding out of that foot, you may as well go whole hog. Yeah, why why damage a fresh foot at that point? Why waste a... Per- leave the fresh feet for tomorrow. <laughs> uh, and also, one of these two people is one of the ones who had the tooth pulled out of her head earlier. So and stick they don't it, go for tooth. Uh, stick it back in there and yank it out. Even if you don't, just pluck a different tooth out. Well, plucking a tooth is hard, and the one dude who was able to do it is dead. Well... They were going for molars. That's true. Honestly, if you just get one of your front teeth out, that's pretty fucking easy. Maybe for you, because you've got soft old man teeth and you haven't been to a dentist since the 80s. That's not true. I went to a dentist recently and paid like (laughs) $3,000. Fair enough. (laughs) Because they were like, why haven't you been here since the 80s? And I was like, well, (laughs) let me tell you a story. I'm poor. (laughs) End end. of story. (laughs) Anyway, the stupidest dare since the last stupid dare ends with, you know, one of them missing a finger, one of them missing a toe, one of them missing a foot. Also, some hair that apparently counted. Yeah. This was, for me, one of the infuriating ones, just because, like I said, it wanted to be, like, the demon was like, oh, no, 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 you can't get away with just part of a thing. I'm like, but you... But you let, That's where you draw the line? You let an eyelash slide. Like, What? <laughs> Makes sense. If they're they're allowed to do depilatory stuff, this is going to be over real fucking fast. Now the worst one. The worst one is the last one. The one I I had been predicting all the way through the movie. I was like, John, is one of them just going to be this? Yes. The last one is they're on the road to the hospital. They're going to try and save Maddie. And the GPS changes to Alex's last dare, which is kill her. And at that point I went, okay. We got from the survivor that the whole thing is like, oh, it's trying to get your souls or whatever. Like, that's what it's doing. And if you die during this, it gets your soul or something. Which, the fact that she knows that is very weird. But let's just go ahead and say that's true. The, the fact that it doesn't start off every dare with, all I'm trying to do is get your soul. So why not we just go, hey, kill that person. Kill that person. Mm-hmm. Until there's one person left and you're like, your dare is kill yourself. Yeah, it seems like they're wasting a lot of time. Yeah, they're just fucking around, and especially now, I'm like, oh, you just made it so that someone will survive, because the last dare is to kill the person who's already done their dare. This is... Her last dare, which means it can't do anything more to her. Yeah, well, you know, if you're thinking like the demon, you're like, ah, it's the perfect finale. The ultimate climax, kill your friend. And, of course, the last whole two dares have just been the two of them feverishly apologizing to each other about the whole cheating and being mad about cheating scenario. Yeah. To the point where I guess you're supposed to ascribe some importance to all of that. But all I could think was, man, fuck it. He's He was a hot, rich pre-med student. Share that D, ladies. Get over your monogamous <laughs> fucking guilt. <laughs> Uh, also, you've just found out that the afterlife is real and the supernatural is real. At this point, I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. I do not care at all if you have fucked my boyfriend. There's a demon attempting to kill me. I have priorities. Also, we both watched him die like 10 minutes ago. It's not a big deal anymore. Things have changed. <laughs> you know what? Circumstances have changed. This is how most people get into polyamory stuff, by the way, Jonas. <laughs> They get, truth caught, or they get caught cheating during a demon truth or dare scenario, and, and then by the end of it, they're the one survivor, and they're like, you know what? I'm not going to be guilty about who I have sex with anymore. I'm not going to fall into that trap anymore. I'm going to change some things on OK Cupid. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Also, no more truth or dare for me. I'm 33. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much true, yeah. <laughs> so... She refuses, but then her final act in the movie is to ram the car into a tree? Yeah, so Kill Her pops up, and this is my last chance to be a pedantic shit face, and be like, alright, well I guess I'm just gonna pull over, find an anthill, and mash it until I kill a female. Because you don't know proper nouns, do you, you piece of crap? You fuck. <sighs> yeah, so she rams into a tree, and then they both, we don't see what happens, but we get both of them gasping at the end? Yeah, they, which they, it fades to black, and then they both go, <gasps> which we can tell because I had subtitles turned on so we could be quiet for the baby. For and the it, baby. And it said Addison, or not Addison, she's long dead, Alex and Maddie gasp it was the subtitle. Yeah, which... Does that mean she... <laughs> killed her and then woke her up because if not then all she managed to do was destroy her car and then the dare is going to kill her anyway yeah but at least that means that maddie's the sole survivor yeah but i'm just saying like if your entire plan was i'm going to ram into that tree okay what is the middle step here between that and profit i think she was trying to kill them both it seemed like her thought what she was saying was, he, he can't get your fucking soul. So I think she thought if she just killed both of them at the same time, then it would break his rules and he wouldn't get their souls. Or like, if she died, the dare was she had to kill her. So if she couldn't kill her, then the dare couldn't happen. I don't know. The, the movie is bad and makes no sense and ends there. Mm-hmm. That's what we, that's, we end on a black screen and people gasping. Mm-hmm fuck this movie Mm -hmm. but we've been talking for like an hour and 40 minutes and this movie still makes me just bubble with anger at every decision that was made yeah i wish i hadn't seen it yeah i wish i hadn't either but now i've seen it twice (laughs) (laughs) i've had a nasty cough through this uh, this whole episode and john's gonna have to very carefully edit it and that's been my punishment to him for uh for not just reviewing into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, well, I my would've... punishment is going to be passed on to the audience, because I'm going to make them listen to you cough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so sick. Uh, so... Fucking let's do our best and worst. Jeff, give me the best thing in Truth or Dare. Uh, It's Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, the best thing about Truth or Dare is that Into the Spider-Verse exists, and is a movie I could see (laughs) a Far better movie. I'm going to go listen to What's Up Danger and not answer this question. (laughs) I'm going to go listen to What's Up Hot Dog. (laughs) Hey, it's me, Hot Dog. You've been asking what's up for so long, I figured I'd come and tell you. (laughs) And other old bits from Comedy Bang Bang. And other old bits. (laughs) (laughs) like your mom (laughs) I'm bringing it back Uh, clinical detachment at least she's getting some somewhere Uh, so getting more than I am anyway let me tell you about my dick John let let me tell you about the bump on my dick regardless of whether or not you ask a bump on a dick on a log (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why she swallowed the dick (laughs) I guess she's sick perhaps perhaps she's sick okay so um, best thing in this movie Jesus I didn't like any of this it's seven unlikable people and not even in the kind of unlikable you're like where you're like hoping that they'll die uh, <coughs> i think maybe just the absurdity of how they play truth or dare is my favorite thing cuz it made me so instantly angry and it was the, the closest it's true to an emotional response when, that, when they were like well guys let's play truth or dare i have a lot of pieces of paper here and i was like what <laughs> and, and, and that was the most alive i felt so that's that's uh, that has to be it Okay, good. You? Uh, My favorite bit in this almost has to be the uh, chain yourself to the pipe thing, because it made me not only irrationally angry that she got the softballiest softball of a dare, but then also the dare didn't actually happen. Like, she didn't get chained to the thing and then roaches came out it's just roaches ate her yeah. it broke every rule and I hated it and it just again it was that moment in the movie where I was like no no it was like what What happens go in the basement and something will happen to you that happened in the mummy <laughs> uh, uh, okay. it's, a, it's a callback you see in the beginning of the movie when you were all hanging out upstairs she saw a roach and they all teased her for being afraid of roaches and then she said that bugs could eat her Oh, is that what that was? I didn't. I was doing something with the baby at that time. Yeah. No. So okay, there was a callback to the fact that it's she's afraid of bugs. It's very easy to miss. I missed it the first time I watched this. Was she movie. being punished for being afraid of bugs? Yeah. No, she's being punished for being vegan and afraid of bugs. That's it. That's her big weakness. Yeah. I, I think another thing I would potentially say is my favorite thing is the part where Holt runs out and explains why he's a bad person before he dies. Hey everybody, because... I gotta give you the background here for why I'm gonna have to be run over. <laughs> Yeah, because he just runs out he's like, hey, 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 okay, I was involved in hit and run and I was a bad guy, okay, I gotta get in the car, let's go, let's go, let's go. It's like, oh, all right, well, I'm glad you did that because otherwise you would have come off in this movie as just a dude who makes poor fashion choices. Yeah, you're being punished for that outfit. hmm You're being punished for saying m'lady. No one should wear a hat on the back of their head, Holt, don't do that. Ugh. <laughs> you're not in the music, man. Put that thing on the top of your fucking head. <laughs> Actually, I was in a production of the... You know what, Holt? Now wait. you're being punished for that. <laughs> you're being punished for being in a production of The Music Man. I was the Buddy Hackett role. Of course you were. Shep-hoopy, shep-hoopy, she poopy. I'm Again, getting killed by, by a demon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Worst, Worst thing. Worst thing in the movie. The Holt death. Uh, I'm going to pick the Holt death because it was the one that, that made me the angriest, um, where... It's very clear that the demon is just cheating to kill him. Uh, and and the fact that the movie hasn't used some very simple cinematic shorthand to establish that, that they, they could have made it nebulous yes, very easily. And they, they either edited it out or just chose not to. Um, and it, it results in a sense that this isn't even a game that's being played. Everyone's just being murdered and there's just no fun to it. And, and it really... Yeah, if there's one thing I want in my movie about a spirit that murders people, it's fun. I don't like not fun movies. Like, I mean... This movie should have been more fun. It's a bunch of teenagers getting murdered, right? Or, I guess, early 20-somethings getting murdered. And that's the kind of thing where you're like, these movies are stupid but fun. Chopping Mall. Chopping Mall is a worse movie than this on almost every objective standard, and yet I would rather watch it a thousand times before I had to watch this again once. Yeah. No, I mean, for me, it's like the Final Destination movies where you're like, yeah, it's just people dying in weird, stupid ways. And yes, you can try and fight against it and maybe win, but you probably won't. But at least death doesn't cheat in that one like if you actually defeat it you're like good fuck you exactly yeah like this one has so much cheating to it and this is one of the biggest examples of that cheating that it just makes me sad i was i was really grumpy during that scene and that's my least favorite and you uh i definitely have to go with the second to last dare the fact that oh yeah the seven body parts and the the seven, seven complaints we had about it the seven body parts for seven brothers was just bad like there were so many problems with that scene that we went over, and I'm just like, someone had to have been like, guys, why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. When, when she cuts off her elbow, and they're like, not enough cutting, and you're like, what? what? if the skin this- is? If okay, I know that skin is the largest organ or whatever. Ha ha. Yeah, we've all read the Guinness Book of World Records, but let's. But but what? How are you okay with the hair? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> No, it just, that one drove me nuts. Yarr. There you go. Um, So we're going to give our ratings for this movie from zero to five, and that is going to give us a rating out of ten. Jeff, please rate Truth or Dare. I'm going to give this a .5. I know that the urge to give it a zero because it's so infuriating is up there, but I really reserve the zeros for things that... We should not have watched because they aren't movies mm-hmm. like like things that are accidentally about an hour and a half long and someone suggests to us and we find out later that it isn't a film. Oh, yeah. No zero for me is either a non film or something that is offensively bad, like actually like no it has racist or sexist yeah, elements Just terrible. It, yeah, uh, this didn't have any of that. Uh, so instead it just gets the, the point five for yes, it's a movie. No, you shouldn't watch it. And this, the other problem with the zero is I think it encourages people to go see for themselves. I think you're right. Yeah, which is why I'm giving it the point .5, the, the avoid at all costs, you know, don't fall in this well of ratings. Mm-hmm. You? I'm going to give it a five out of five. This movie is amazing. If you want to be as angry as you have been in a long time, watch this movie. Yeah, I guess it you your blood angry up. <laughs> this movie will reach into you mm-hmm. and just shake bits you didn't even know you were angry It'll about. Grab right hold of your heart. It is... It is a movie that while watching it, I am not one of those people that's like, I'm going to yell at the screen or, you know, I'll just sit passively and watch a movie. And this was one that even when I was watching it by myself in my room, I was like, no, no, fuck you. No, I don't think I've been this mad at a horror movie since we watched the mirror. Yeah, no, this is this is a movie that is infuriating. And I have to give it five stars for being the most infuriating I've ever been at. Just,
1: just oh. Ooh. See, this actually
0: works for me because I did ask you at the beginning of the review if at the end of the review you would give me your review of Into the Spider-Verse, which of course is worth five stars. It is. It's a five-star review. Mm-hmm. So thank you. I'm good. There we go. Mm-hmm. So five and a half out of ten for uh, truth or dare. <laughs> uh, I mean, I understand why you gave it that, and I, I don't. I don't hate it. I was really hoping that you would give it a zero so I could give it a five and it would just be five. I think, you know, we both have our good reasons for what we're doing. Yeah, I know. It's fine. Everything's okay. This movie was, it had the same problem The Mirror had, which for me is a horror movie. If it's going to be a horror movie about a spirit that has an arcane viewpoint and a weird set of rules, it needs to have the spirit follow those rules. Yeah, that's, I mean, what basically every complaint for this movie stems from is you're establishing a rule system i mean it's based on a game that has rules and so you're establishing rules for how this thing is allowed to kill you like how it is allowed to interact with you and then you do not care at all what any of that shit is and just throw it out the window immediately and that is infuriating Mm -hmm. to me nothing pisses me off more than that and it just Oh, this is the this is the type of movie where I just want to hate fuck it. Like just just throw this movie down and go to town on it. That's pretty much why you made me watch it, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I there. need to inflict this on people as much as humanly possible. Yeah, it's The Ring. It's, it is. Yeah. I watched this and now I need to make other people watch it or else I have to play play truth or dare as a 35-year-old. You should <laughs> And that's yeah. the worst. You should you're 35? Goddamn. Uh, you should have a... You shouldn't, you, uh, no, I'm 36. I was going to say, that feels awfully young to me. Anyway... I, I, yeah, I, by one year. Uh, yeah, one very important year. Yeah, well, it was one very important year. 1983, Pac-Man was sweeping the nation. <laughs> Centipede roaming the halls. <laughs> Crystal Pepsi was not yet invented. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. Thank you for coming along on this journey of self-discovery that we have been on for the past two hours. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm now picturing a history biopic or a history documentary where it just sets a year and then it just a list of things that weren't invented yet. <laughs> the year the cotton gin not invented. The yet. year was 1982. The electric car was a distant dream. <laughs> The Space Shuttle? You better fucking believe... Wait, actually, yes. Yes. My bad. Hold on. Wait. (laughs) You better believe it was invented. Let's let's back this up a bit. The year was 1914. The Space Shuttle? (laughs) Hell no. Magic cards? Not for another 70 years, friend. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Mm -hmm. Thank you for coming along with us on this, my personal journey you should maybe watch it on my own because now you have to inflict it on someone else again it's true I, yeah. well i am obviously going mm. to do that there's no way i'm not making other people watch this every opportunity i get that's what this whole episode is isn't it yes don't listen to him, people this is a point 0.5 not a 5 what watch the movie watch the movie and let it seep in no, I'm gonna this stop is, the recording if you've ever if you've ever seen I gotta stop the recording if you I'm you watch, doing this for all of us if you watched Bird Box I'm one of those people that's running around trying to get people to look at the thing <laughs> I better stop this recording now before he spreads it to other people <laughs> uh, John let go of my arm <laughs> no don't no, no please <laughs>